This podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. We are the nation! Abomination! I'm alive and in color. Don't diss the man over bum rush your mother. Now listen, what I'm saying is for real, not playing. Farouk is the man. Hit your knees and start praying. Nation, Got power like the bear, but quick like the cat. Put two and two together, fill your face on the mat. You count the stars while the ref counts three. Hope you like the look at sailors, cause that's all you're gonna see. We are the nation. He's harder than a rock and he can't be stopped You suck a sip to the side unless you wanna get dropped The boys from the hood are on the M.I.C. Spitting out the rhymes is J.C. Ice and Wolfie D Clarence Mason is the boss, cross the T's and dot nine. He tells the truth, the whole truth, and never tells a lie Welcome everybody to what I'm hoping is A new and improved Facebook Bookers podcast episode It's... June 6, 2020, and I hope you're well and keeping safe out there in this mad post-apocalyptic wasteland. I'm Jerry, the, and that's Rich right there. The world is on fire. Literally and figuratively. Yes. I, I, don't, I don't know if we're smart enough to cover anything, but I think maybe to be, you know, it would be, uh, it would behoove us uh, later on, at the at the end of the podcast, to uh, touch on this, and you know, give our thoughts. Maybe so. For now, we're maybe. gonna we're gonna start with the good the good times. Uh, escape <coughs> the real world, and come on in here. Let's let's talk. Let's talk this week about what happened in wrestling. We're gonna talk about uh, takeover in your house, which is this week, this Sunday, I believe. This Sunday. And, uh, you know, whatever else Rich found that he thinks we should talk about. Yes. Uh, so, not a whole lot of uh, wrestling news this week. But according to Brian Alvarez, WWE is offering some furlough talent new, much lower contracts. With Impact Slammiversary ad teasing a number of them, including Gallows Anderson, EC3, Rusev, Eric Young, and Mike and Maria Kanellis, we may see a bidding war for talent. Really, right? Although I don't think it will. It'll be like I kind of put that in there, but I don't think we're necessarily going to see a bidding war. Like if they already furloughed these people, and they're they're offering them their jobs back at a considerably lower rate, I'm pretty sure they're probably just going to hold out to see what TNA offers them. Impact, whatever. That makes sense. Uh, did you see that video? Uh, the one where they're like, who who knows who's coming? Yeah, yeah, I saw it. I don't like. Mm, I want to be polite. I didn't really put too much thought into it because it's not like you're gonna get like. <laughs> you might get your Carl Anderson, your Luke Gallows, in there, but you'll also probably get your Mike Canellis, who you know may you know. No fault of his own, probably, like, didn't have the best, uh, run there. Right, but in W, in Impact, Mike and Maria were, they were in, they had their hands in a few storylines. I know, what I mean is, like, I, I didn't really see him do anything, personally. Right. So, I don't, it's not gonna get me to tune in to Slammiversary, which would probably watch anyway, 
but like I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I, I can't respect uh, whoever is gonna be the the champion because they didn't beat the champ because Tessa's stuck in Mexico. Oh really? Uh, I didn't know. Yeah, she's. I think she's like engaged to somebody, and they they're in Mexico, and they're still on COVID lockdown. So I didn't know. I didn't know she back. was still the champ. So long. Yeah. That's a year. Is that a year? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not good at that stuff. I don't know but, if uh, she won the title at Slam Reversary or Bound for Glory. I that was a Bound for Glory, I believe, oh, okay. uh, against Sammy Callahan. Yes. But this, uh, they have Moose is the interim uh, champion, and I guess they're doing like where he's gonna be the champ, champ. Like they're gonna like have her abdicated or whatever. I don't, I'm not sure. I don't really watch. So if you're your TNA faithful, Impact faithful, don't take offense. I'm just not, I don't have the time. I don't have the bandwidth. Yeah. Um, the only other thing in wrestling news this week was, according to his, by the way, anniversary is July 18th. It's a Saturday. It's plenty of time for people's, you know, NDAs or whatever. Not yeah, non-disclosure the, uh, agreements. <laughs> the the non the compete clause yeah. would all be over by then. Um, according to his Instagram, Jinder Mahal had to have knee surgery shortly after he made his return in April. So that's why we don't see him right now. I was really looking forward to a Jinder Mahal babyface run that was being teased. Well, they, they, I think there were reports online say that uh, they were going to actually give him a uh, title opportunity against Drew. He wasn't going to win it, but they were going to make that happen. So you say he was lying because he said he was gonna do the like basically cut like a baby face promo. I was gonna try it different this time. Uh, I don't even remember. You could that. still do a you could you could have a good baby face first baby face match. Sure, two former three MB members just you know fighting over a belt. And they should just do like a one time deal. He Slater uh, special guest referee. <coughs> sure. He's they a won't. man band. They won't. He's probably butt hurt. Mm, I don't know. I mean, he was there. He was there a long time, from the original Nexus. Um, and he, as far as I know, he did like everything they asked. Like he was like a model employee. It was just sort of, you know, trimming the fat. Right. So to speak. Uh, just sort of a follow up on a story. Uh, previous story from like last week, two weeks ago, whatever it was, about the uh, corporate executives and such getting their salaries cut. Uh, reports are going around that uh, their salaries were cut 20%. 20%? Which is not an insignificant amount. I'm sure that 20% is more than I made the last five years, so Probably. whatever. <laughs> but, you know. Whatever's left is, you know, let's just, you know, they'll be fine. What with the world being the way it is, <coughs> they could they'll enjoy the infinity pools and their uh, palatial estates, their freaking three bedrooms, two baths, mansions. Yeah, Mick mansions, as they but, call. Hey, them. let's not be insensitive, okay? No, they they call them Mick mansions because they're like cookie cutter, kind of like oh. Mc, like McDonald's Mick mansion. I, I thought it, it was like an Irishman's. House. Nah, that would just be like a potato farm or something. Huh. <laughs> potato and JMO. There's nothing wrong with those things. No, well, 
I'll pass on the JMO. But you know. You know, the potato is very good. It's a good side. You could have it mashed. Uh, you could have it boiled. You could have it sweet. You could have it in a chip. Mm-hmm. Many facets of the potato. And I don't like that people knock the potato. It's very versatile. Yeah, it is. It's so versatile. Yeah, so that's all for the news and shit this week. What a slow news week for wrestling, thank God. Yeah, I mean, we need we needed some kind of slow news week. Um, but I was watching... Um, I was reading the news earlier to you know to prep for this, and I realized I don't I don't remember if we talked about the uh, the the fight pit match. Last uh, week we missed a lot, and it's mm. because I don't know about your end, but I was dying. Mm. Like I had no fan, mm-hmm. and it was like really hot, and I was melting. <coughs> so. Just yes or no, did you put the air conditioner in yet? No, tomorrow, but not to use, because we'll wait until it gets hot enough, you know, Mm. and then it'll be on like Donkey Kong, because it's like, you could use it, doesn't mean it has to be full blast, it has low power settings, Mm -hmm. any kind of air is better than no air, I feel. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, why don't you give us your thoughts on the fight pit match that saw, uh, <coughs> you know, Kurt Angle, he's a refereeing, and you got, you know, the bro versus the Thatch Man. The Thatch Man. Is that a, I don't know if that's a nickname, but... That's um, a nickname that I just gave him, so it is. I haven't heard. I, I want to know if the, the two teeth that got knocked out, if that was legit. I would hope they were chiclets, like an old-school, like, technique. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, man. Like, what were they... Did they call that, like, <laughs> as they went, or was there, like, a plan? I don't know. I, I, I haven't heard anything about how they put the match together. Right. Very interesting. Very interesting. Um, I really like the setup, the whole, the whole structure... That brass, it had it had like a U, a, a real UFC one kind of feel, you know. Well, yeah, I mean, technically, it's their UFC one. Yeah. So, um, it's, I think they they're gonna do more matches like that in the future. Yeah, for like for like major blood grudges or whatever. I would. That would be like the first thing. Yeah. I would do that. Uh, who else would you do that with? Hmm. Well, you see, I read that they that they did it with those two because they both have sort of like a like a grappling MMA background. So right, you kind of that's the think, closest thing. Yeah, so you kind of got to think about that, but also, you know, the whims of the people in charge of this are just like whatever. So like, I could easily see putting someone in there that's just that's a high flyer, you know, just to like to give them that platform, that literal physical platform to jump off of. Right. Um, uh, was it Riddle that dumped Thatcher off of it? I don't remember because it was almost two weeks ago. <coughs> yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It's hard. It is. Um. So who in NXT would I put in there? You can't say Carry and Cross because that's obvious, right? It is too obvious. It's also too soon to put him in a gimmick match. 
Well, yeah. Well, I didn't mean it had to be tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, eventually, maybe. But, um... Something like... So, supposedly the feud's not happening anymore, but, uh, Gargano Champa. You know, I was thinking about them, and I, there was a bit where they have, uh, I think Johnny Wrestling was at home, and, like, on his TV <coughs> was, uh, him versus Champa, like, on the network. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize until that time, I'm like, what, 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 a, think about this, like, for, like, a pay-per-view, you could have Johnny Gargano <coughs> versus Triple H. Interesting. Like, Triple H is, like, the brain of NXT. And what did they call Johnny? Johnny Gargano. Who was the, the soul of NXT. Yeah, so it'd be like the soul, the black corrupted soul of NXT versus the brain, the father of NXT. Hmm. For for like, I don't know. Maybe you could do like, of course Johnny wouldn't win, but like for control. Mm-hmm. Imagine that, like a coup, just re- just completing the evolution, so to speak, of Johnny Takeover. Hmm. Get it? Yo. Take over. Cause, I like it. Yeah, man. I was thinking about that. I was like, what? That would be brilliant. For creative control. We don't even have to go 4D chess. You could just keep it simple. Yeah. You know, he just wants to take over. <coughs> so, that'd be interesting. Mm. Yeah. You know, he'll lose, but right. the build up and all that would just be incredible. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how you'd start it. Like, he just. Like, you could do where it's like. At one point, Johnny gets, like, a title shot, or he has the championship, and he loses it to somebody that never had it, and they get their Triple H photo, but he, like, barges in and he attacks Triple H during the photo, mm-hmm. you know? Something like that. It That'd should be, be me! You're yeah, me down, like, blah, blah, blah. You know, you took a pic, you did that same thing with me, and then you forgot about me, or whatever. <coughs> Anything. Because he could be a very good heel. Because he's very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. When you did when he did the interviews with uh, Mauro Ronaldo, that was that was uncomfortable for me. I don't know if it was because it was Mauro. I think it was. It's partly because of Mauro and what I know about him mm-hmm. and the way Johnny was treating him. Yeah, it was really good. So yeah, I uh, I gave you space. You said nothing. I said yeah, it was really. This good. This is why I almost talk over me? you. I know, but we stopped. Okay. So I figured you would talk. <laughs> Sorry, I had uh, else to, I had nothing else to add. You cover it. You covered it. Well, there's other things, you know. Nothing that I can think of. <laughs> oh, so we're stuck. Okay. Uh, but we can talk about this coming takeover. Yeah. Uh, listen, we all remember in your house. You know, and I feel like this is one of those things that it's like, it's 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 a few parts. It's like the HBKs and the Triple H's like paying like homage to what like was a huge part of their evolution, that part of the business that they were in, and then for the people involved, they're involved in something that they were probably watching when they were our age. And now they are the first ever version of that for NXT. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but obviously it's also because, you know, quarantine, you're stuck in your house. Well, we're coming in your house. Yeah. I believe it's also the anniversary for your house. Yeah. It's 25 years also. Um, yeah. So, uh, so far, uh, the card, we have uh, Carrion Cross, uh, Tobasso, <laughs> Chapa, and a match. Uh, and then there's was it a mix uh, match with uh, the the wrestlings versus Mia Yim and uh, Keith Lee? No, is that a thing? No, you have Keith Lee versus Johnny Gargano for the NXT North American Championship. Oh yeah, they did a mixed match on Wednesday. Yes, and there is a six woman tag match: Mia Yim, Shotzi Blackheart, and Tegan Knox versus Candice LeRae, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez. Oh, that's what that brawl was about. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Hey, let's set that up. Okay. Yeah, let's set that up this minute. Instead of, like... I guess it's better than just doing Candace versus Mia Yim. Yeah. I think they already did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, why? Did they? Like, on an NXT, and it just went no contest? That was that... Yeah, they, ha- <coughs> they were supposed to have a match. And that and, didn't go too well. Yeah, but kind of blew up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, uh, Cole versus Velveteen Dream for the NXT Championship. Last chance backlot brawl. Yeah, I like. Are they fighting in a in a ring in the back? Kind of like that. That happens in um the two K nineteen game hmm. where like it's a rest like it's a bat it's a it's, there's a ring outside mm-hmm. and there's like people around. Uh, I don't know for sure if there's going to be a ring. I saw I did well I did see a picture and and there wasn't a ring but like there was. Uh, quote unquote ring there was a ring of cars and the, all the cars headlights are on and that's just that's lighting the uh, their fighting area oh is this a cinematic match uh I don't know probably it sounds maybe. like it's out of a scene from a movie yeah it could be interesting like, they, like they've do, they've done matches like that before like uh there was one uh that Eddie Guerrero I think maybe Eddie, it was Eddie Guerrero versus John Cena in like a parking lot match, but we're at the age of the COVID. We are in the age of the COVID. I don't know, because then it's like, uh, how much more of these are we gonna do? Yeah. Well, uh, from what I heard, uh, this is gonna be the only match that's taped in advance. The rest of the show is gonna be live. Okay, then it's gotta be a cinematic type match. Then I don't see any other reason to do that, <coughs> unless it's kind of like. Uh, well, that was kind of cinematic, the AEW uh, thing. The football field match. The, oh, the stadium stampede. That was great. Yeah. That was last week, right? Yeah, I don't know. So we got to cover that, too, tonight. I don't... We'll get I to that. I could have sworn we talked about it, though, because we watched the pay-per-view right before we recorded. Oh, yeah. But I don't know how much of it we really covered, honestly. I I, yeah, I think I think staying in is has just killed my memory. Uh yeah, okay. That's what did it. <laughs> right. Hey, uh, whatever. I, f- I feel like it's getting worse. Uh maybe. I don't know. A lot of <laughs> things are getting worse. Uh but Yeah, that was good. Uh it just shows that uh Matt Hardy can really do anything. And wrestling can be anything. Yeah, that sounds familiar. It can. It really can. Um, you know, uh, I was thinking about the TNT Championship 
and how I was like, you know, it's kind of like why you don't really, you should really have to defend it every week. But then I'm like, maybe do that because then I I suggest my suggestion is not every match needs to be like the one we saw with Cody versus Jungle Boy mm-hmm. because I don't think you should always have fireworks. Uh, one, uh, two, like. I, I don't know if this is a thing with Cody, but he just loves bleeding. <laughs> like, it's his favorite thing. And I know the tricks. Like, it, he didn't lose that much blood. It was because he was sweating. The sweat makes it more. Mm-hmm. It's because he was sweating profusely, but it, and you knew he was doing something because they Jungle Boy was uh, jawjacking with... Uh, uh, f- hold on, I got it. I'm not going to forget. The guy that's better than everybody. Uh, he's got the Wardlow. People are yelling at me. <laughs> uh, Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Morgan Freeman came. <laughs> MJF. <laughs> I'm that's what it means. He's Morgan J. Freeman. Know it. <laughs> I can't but yeah, Freeman. He he was he was jacking with him. And you knew something was up. Like there was a table spot and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, they went they went a little over the top for the first tile defense, but it was really good. That was a very good match. Kinda had everything, even Cody headbutting a wall. Yeah. I think that's what's supposed to lead to it, right? Because that was right before it cut to uh Jungle Boy with MJF. Yeah, that was what quote unquote caused the cut. Yeah. We all know the truth. Yeah. And now Chris Jericho he wants to challenge the baddest man on the planet, but instead, Orange Cassidy came out. Yes. Does he think he's the baddest man on the planet? I don't know. I think maybe he was just, like, on his way somewhere, and that was just the shortest distance, shortest route to get there through the ring. I guess, because you can't, like, park your car, like, behind the barricade where they were. Yeah. I think. So maybe the the best friends had somewhere to be. Mm-hmm. That was great. Him him putting Jericho's hands in his belt. I I thought it was interesting that Jericho actually let him do that without like hitting him. <coughs> oh, it was kind. It's kind of like a moment of what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> like, I don't know. I just wrestled a match. I guess this is fine. What's happening here? And hey, big hurt will protect me. That was fun. So I think it's gonna be they'll do they're gonna do stuff like for the next couple of weeks until I don't know I guess it's gonna it's not just gonna be Jericho versus Tyson uh, you think Vitor and freaking Henry Cejudo are gonna do stuff I don't know because that's just like if if it because if it's Jericho versus Tyson he's just gonna knock him unconscious there's no other way for that to end well yeah. Like, he's not a wrestler. He's just going to punch him in the face and he's going <laughs> to go down. I don't know. I, I mean, we're going to have to see where where the storyline goes. But um, it's interesting. Um, uh, Suhudo, hmm. Kind of just not a fan of Suhudo. He's a tough dude. All right, but I don't like the guy. I know it's not about you liking him; it's about the credibility of the of the of the athlete. <coughs> and it's kind of interesting to me, though. I didn't think about it because I'm not smart and I'm not good. 
at like big picture things, but it's like they brought out Henry Cejudo just like as some guy, you know, like he should have got his own like intro. Like he he beat Demetrius Johnson, who was un he was flyweight champion forever. Like, do you know what it means to to keep a UFC championship for as long as Mighty Mouse has? Yeah, but everyone knows Mike Tyson. Not it everyone. It doesn't matter. Like, for, I mean, that yeah, I thought I saw him, but I wasn't positive if it was him. They mentioned it this week. Rashad Evans was part of that also. Rashad freaking Evans, man. I understand that, but... Like, Henry Cejudo beat what what everyone thought was the unbeatable. Like, you can't float over that. Right. Like, you just can't. Right, but you you want the focus to be on Tyson. I know you do, so why even pair them? You know what I'm saying? Like, he could have been his own thing. Like, you could have... More story for later. You know what I'm saying? I saw. Like, a, I saw. I saw an interview with Jericho. Now I know that we have to take everything he says in interviews with a grain of salt, because he is the best at working everyone. But, I would love to hear what you have to say about Chris Jericho and all the things <laughs> he's going to say. But first, uh, let's talk about boners. Now, if you get Bluetooth, <coughs> I use the code word Bookers, you will save twenty percent. Back to the show. Okay. All right. <laughs> um, so he said that they didn't give Tyson a script. They just let him do whatever he wanted. Mm-hmm. And they're going to just let him do whatever he wants. Jericho said they didn't know that he was going to have a crew with him. They okay. d- that he didn't know that the whole crew was going to come to the ring with him because they didn't even know he was going to come to the ring. Oh. How much of that do I believe? I don't know. I think I believe it, and that I guess that kind of makes sense, but I think Tony Khan needs to educate himself on UFC or whatever, because, like, Henry Cejudo is, like, a Brock Lesnar-level athlete, like, consider what he's done. Like, he's a big, he was a big name in the UFC, you know what I'm saying? Like, they could have had their own thing with him, you know what I'm saying? Considering, like, the size of their guys and him. You know, because they don't have a lot. Of, they don't have a lot of big dudes like WWE does. Right. But yeah, that's just that's just a thing I was thinking about. Maybe you know what? Maybe like, this is sh- sort mm-hmm. of like introducing them to what they do and how things are done in the wrestling world in AEW, and sort of like, all right, so this is how we do it. Later on, if you want to do something, we can do it. We'll make it happen. Because you have a chance, and because you either have the next big thing. <laughs> or you have American Top Team on Impact. Like, what do you want here? Like, what level of good? Well, we'll, we'll see in the coming weeks. Um, so, Fighter Fest is occurring over two weeks. And it's going to be free on AEW Dynamite. Wow. <laughs> they don't know where they're going to do it, right? They don't know yet, still. Right. I mean, obviously, the, the fallback is to do where they've been doing it. Daly's Place, whatever that is. Mm. So was it? it's uh, July eighth and July fifteenth, I believe. That's kind of cool. I wonder why they're doing that. Did they not do too good on pay per view buys for the last uh, thing? Or uh, is it I just mean, not su- really? Uh, supposedly they they kind of blew them out of the water, but I guess 
if they're not going to have an audience, like, why go to that? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know why they're doing it that way. I haven't heard. Dirt, the dirt sheets are failing me on that point. Yeah, maybe you should stop with the dirt sheets and start being a newsman. We're gonna we're gonna get you a backpack. We're gonna get you an oxygen mask or whatever, a gas mask, and we're gonna send you out there. And uh, yeah, that's right. You're gonna do. I don't know how that's gonna come across on the audio, but you're gonna do that. You're gonna do real journalism out there. You're gonna brave the elements. We're gonna send you out into the wastelands of America. Luke, and you're gonna... I am your interviewer. He he doesn't even say that. <laughs> he doesn't say that. He says, "Well, everybody knows that that's not the actual line. Like media has ruined it. I think it's supposed to be where he's like, he says, no, I am your father.' He doesn't say that, Luke. I'm your father. Ah, oh, whatever. I knew. I thought that for a while too. Like up until I was like twenty. <laughs> it's like one of those things where so much time has passed that like." Everyone just thinks the same thing. The same incorrect thing is true. Like the Bernstein Bears? Yeah, it was, it's Bernstein, right? B-E-R-E-N? Honestly, I don't know anymore. And I think the time travel fuckery needs to stop. Because <laughs> it's obviously having bad things. We're on the worst timeline, I feel. Eesh. It's rough. Well, I don't know. If this is the worst timeline. But as far as you know, taking society back, I think we have regressed a lot Yeah, in the past two weeks. But, I mean, obviously stuff led up to it. But Apollo Crews is still your United <laughs> States champion. That's right. Which is cool. I, uh, I really didn't see Kevin Owens... Uh, Answering it, I really thought it was going to be Gaza, but he showed up later for other things. So, I guess they're still doing a thing. No Andrade this week. I oh, was he in the was he in the tag match? Uh, I think it was Andrade at yeah, it was Andrade and Apollo, Andrade and Gaza versus Apollo Cruz and Kevin Owens after their match went to no contest because they interfered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Andrade got pinned. Yeah, Andrade the pin from Cruz. Which is terrific, because normally they don't know how to like capitalize on momentum. <coughs> yeah, this is this is telling a good story that uh, Cruz pinned him twice. Yeah, and uh, hopefully that leads to Andrade uh, losing his marbles and like maybe adding some depth to his character. Because like there comes a point where you're not making a championship and the championship is making you. Right. You know, like, if that's all you are is the United States champion and there's nothing else there, it's time for you to break up and, you know, figure your stuff out before you guys get back together. Yep. Um, so I'm hoping that Apollo Crews, like, doesn't necessarily defend it every week, but, like, frequently. It, it's it, more frequently than a heel would. And that differentiates the two. I was saying about Cody, I forgot, but my point was that I was against defending that t- championship every week, but then I thought, why not do that and have him keep it for at least a year? 
Wow. Because like, I was thinking, you, I, I would say is to make like Cody this like, like a Bruno San Martino type for the TNT <laughs> Championship. Like if you're gonna be the flag bearer, and if you're gonna bring the true like meaning to that tattoo on your neck, that you are all in. You're the American Nightmare. This is it. Then he should be committed to the championship that is the championship of the show. I think I like it. It's a good idea. Um, you know what I wonder? I wonder if when... Because I figure TNT came to them with the idea of a TNT championship. Um, they probably also said they want to defend it every week. Um, I don't... I, sorry, I would cut you off. I, I don't know if they know that much about professional wrestling, to be honest. Like, I, I feel like that might have been a Cody or Cody and Khan idea to do that. Maybe. Because it's like, they don't care as long as people are tuning in. How they tune in is up to them. And I feel like they give them that kind of freedom. Probably. I could be wrong. Like, it's gonna, it, it'll work. It's gonna work, like, cause I was saying, like, you keep it on him for at least a year, and if you wanna be real ballsy too, because then it's like whoever beats him, they are gonna get, like, you make sure it's the right person, is all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And maybe that could lead to him getting back into the world title picture. Where, like, you know, all his successful title defenses, he can't be denied. Yeah, yeah, he's undeniable. There's to not give him that opportunity would be folly. And it'd be, it, it'd be just wrong. Like, the numbers don't lie. Like, if you are about wins and losses, and wins and losses matter, this matters. It could be, it could be that. It could be where it's like, there could be a stipulation against whoever the champion is. Maybe eventually MJF winds up the champion. And he goes against him, and that'll cap off that storyline. We're talking long-term storytelling here. It'd be cool. Anyway, the last thing that I wanted to speculate on, maybe TNT said, and we want you to be the first champion. Hmm. Maybe. Like I said, they don't... I I think it's just one of those things where it's like, they know better. Mm-hmm. Could be. But you gotta figure TNT... They know Cody's the face of the company because they know it's it's his company. Like much as other people are involved, it's his company. You know, it's it's his brainchild. Tony Khan is doing some creative. The other EVPs are doing some creative, but it's Cody's company. So, like, well, you're the face of the company. You should be the face of the channel, also the network. I guess we won't know for sure until somebody tells us something. Right. But I just feel like when I think network executives, I think of guys in suits that don't get it. They're the freaking actors in that boardroom, the Fox boardroom, <laughs> during the freaking draft. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if they get it. That was you know? so Maybe bad. they do. I could be wrong, and you could definitely be right. But I just don't I, – I just have a thing where I don't like suits. Especially when it's like they don't. Yes, I'm talking about the TV show suits. I hate the show suits, and uh, yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. Just, just basement book it here. That's what we do. So there's two, 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 two other matches on the takeover card that we haven't mentioned yet. Hold on, let me guess. Uh, is there a tag team title match? Is that going to be uh, the returning Fandango 
at Tyler Breeze versus uh, Imperium? Nope. Uh, no? That sucks. Because I think they are the title shot from that match. They did. They are the new number one contenders. I like the, the Moon Man gimmick. It's pretty dope. <coughs> pretty cool. Obviously, they wish they had gone into space, I guess, is what they're saying. Who doesn't? Um. So you had uh, Finn Balor versus Damian Priest. Oh, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> and the triple threat for the women's title. That's going to be the main event, I think. Oh, no, no. That, that Adam Cole and Velveteen Dream should be the main event. Backlot uh, Brawl. Yeah, it's good that you mentioned that because the build for TakeOver, I mean, for the for the women's match is the best build next to the Velvet, Velveteen Dream and Cole. Yep. Only because Velveteen Dream's mirror had prints in it. Yeah. That was pretty dope. That was great. Who did they get to do that? That's a that's almost a dead rigger, man. Like that like if you squint your eyes and you smoke a lot of weed and drink a lot of fucking alcohol, that's Prince right there. They probably just got a really, really good um impersonator. I hope so. Other than necromancy. I mean, unless maybe they had some footage from before he died, they're like, Alright, let's try this, maybe we'll use it eventually. Yeah, that's 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 more plausible than your uh, TNT executives thing. <laughs> That'll work. <laughs> um, yeah, but the build to that, like, it really leads heavy to me on uh, Rhea Ripley, um, because like the way she's building her character, like the promo, it it's really good. Like, if you're like a if you're an anime fan, because her colors were like from Vegeta for Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, and he's always tried to be like the best, like the strongest, and he's always training. So when she's like just training and it's her in the gym putting in work, that's what I think of. Like she wants to beat Charlotte Flair, who is obviously the Goku of the freaking women's division right now. And I don't know if they're going to take the belt off of her at TakeOver at your house. Because then what? Right. You know, it's always then what. Yeah. You know? So I th- I think Charlotte's going to retain. I think she... Man. I don't even... Like, I it's feel a like... It's triple threat match is it, a problem. It is. I, fe- I feel like Io Shirai is going to be the next one. The next women's champ. Because... It's not so much that Rhea's had it, but they've built EO. They've sort of, like, invested some time in her. What was her last big win? Uh, to qualify to become the number one contender before something or other. Before Charlotte Flair stepped in. I don't remember. Wasn't she wrestling? Yeah, she was wrestling Rhea Ripley. For a number one contender, then Charlotte showed up. That's the basic formula. If you interrupt the number one contender's match, you got to fight both people. Yeah. That, that's the unwritten rule. It sounds like it is. So, <coughs> this is a question, and I, I know we already talked about it, but Cody said he's going to defend it every week, but Jungle Boy had to qualify for that match. So, how does this work? So... Does is there gonna be a qualifying match so it's not defended every week, it's every other week? Like how's this gonna work exactly? Well he already has an opponent for next week, but did I, I guess you didn't catch the botch. So early in the show, 
they said um, Mark Quinn, since he's okay, he's cleared to wrestle. Next week we'll face the winner of Cody vs. Jungle Boy. Okay. All right. Um, they said it much later on, also like during the match, but just but like as I think it was as Cody was coming to the ring, or maybe really early on in the match. Um. Uh, who was it? Let me see. I had to have taken that note. Yeah, Tony Schiavone says the winner defends against Ray Phoenix next week. Ray Phoenix? Right. Why? I don't know. Maybe that was like the original plan that Phoenix was supposed oh, to be yeah. the second, the second um, uh, contender for it. Right. And he just had really, really like three-month-old notes and, okay. and didn't update the notes. But ne- next week it's Mark Quinn. Okay. But I guess after that it'll be Ray Phoenix. <coughs> or whenever he can get here from Mexico. Hmm. Hey, have you been muting your mic at all? Yeah, why? Okay, because sometimes I'm looking at... Because I have it where they're both lined up. And like every once in a while I see your microphone is muted. Yeah, that's if I'm coughing or taking a sip. Wow, what a hero. Anyway, uh, so for... Yeah, I think it'll be Charlotte, but I want it to be Rhea. And I want it to be, like, underhanded. Ooh, going back to her heelish ways, eh? But not even so much that, but bringing in the brutality. Like, that she's supposed to be known for, and is in the theme music. Yes. So, you you don't care about Finn versus Damien Priest? I don't. It doesn't interest me. And it's not because I don't like Finn Balor's work. And it's not because I don't like... Well, I don't know what Damien Priest is. But, um, the Archer of Infamy. It's that there's no clear... I don't know what Finn... Like, is Finn Balor a bad guy or a good guy or a great guy? Gray towards bad. So, he was... So, David Priest kidnapped him? Yes. And did what? Like, just left him on the side of the road? We don't know. He won't talk about it. Interesting. Okay, so it's kind of like trying to get back at your abductor. Right. Okay, whatever. So Finn, I don't know. Finn's probably going over. He should, but that could also be ended no contest with, you know, like somebody he should be fighting, you know? Yeah, or just they brawl and keep brawling and ignore the ref and brawl and brawl. Yeah. All right. Uh, so here's my theory on the... Dream Cole, I think Dexter Loomis has alluded to kidnapping uh, the Undisputed Era. Because hmm. he drew that picture, he's like driving a truck, and he's got the other guys tied up in the back. Oh, I didn't notice they were tied up. Yeah. So maybe he's going to equalize uh, the match, and it'll be a fair contest. Hmm. So it's either Velveteen Dream becomes a champ, or he doesn't become the champ, and he winds up on Raw or SmackDown. Hmm. That's just the theory. I like it. Um. So we saw the match that resulted in Kyrie Sane's injury. Yes. What do you think of that? Um. I should have watched it closer, but I, I I didn't see anything wrong. But I have 
had where'd it go I had there was um some veteran went on record to say that um when when Nia Jax pulled Kyrie out of the ring she a didn't give her a chance to gain her balance and b didn't whip her into the ring steps she shoved her head into it there's a difference yeah right, right. <laughs> especially with the power that she has right. behind her arms and how much smaller Kyrie's hands yeah yeah <coughs> that makes sense uh, you know, hopefully this results in Kyrie saying getting her back for it mm-hmm. eventually. I hope. Um, you know, I was thinking, and this is because I made the mistake. Like sometimes you shouldn't go back because then it changes how you view like the present product, and you and also you can't compare it to like something that you watch. It's something called The Rock's Greatest Matches. So, the first match is Triple H versus The Rock in a ladder match for the Intercontinental Championship. <laughs> that was good. But then, they gotta go and give me Kurt Angle versus The Rock at No Way Out for The, uh, for the Rock to win the WWE Championship from Kurt. Dude, that match... Had so many false finishes, I couldn't be mad. Like, the, I, I was telling you about it, and, you know, the, there's a bit where they're, 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 you know, they're both pretty much spent. All of a sudden, well, it's the big show. <laughs> big show comes down, and I'm not sure if this is the first time that big show ruins everything. I think it had to be before... I think his appearance in the Austin McMahon cage match had to be that. But it's like this pattern. It's like, when in doubt, well, it's the big show. <laughs> Comes out, picks up Mike Chioda as if to send, ascend him into the heavens, and then just choke slams him. Does the same to Kurt. I think he does it to Kurt, but he definitely does it to The Rock. He gets The Rock up so high like this is peak big show and just dumps him down like there was some pretty uh brutal matches on that card or maybe one match because i don't remember it but the ring had blood on it and like the mat it, it almost looked like the the canvas was coming off like you could see uh the indentations of plank almost like you don't see exposed plank but it looks like it got hit pretty good and it gave like more impact to those choke slams. Wow! Like Kurt kicked out of a rock bottom. It took two rock bottoms for him. Rock kicked out of an angle slam. He got out of an ankle lock where Kurt's like, "I will break it." And it was just incredible storytelling. Like even if you've seen it, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think there was a botch cover because Rock. Rock bottoms Kurt Angle. And he goes and he's pinning him. He goes, one, two. You don't even see a kick out. It's like Hebner just stops the pin. And Rock's like, Alright. And then he just picks him up and he does another rock bottom and then it's the pin. It did like, you know what I'm saying? It's like it looks like they wanted him to just do a second rock bottom. Maybe Kurt forgot it was supposed to be two or 
maybe it was like on the fly. Maybe, yeah. Maybe Hebner, uh, someone told Hebner in his ear to. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I think that's another thing that's missing. It's the ability to call it in the ring. Mm-hmm. Because you'll have a plan backstage where you guys are put to get the match with the agents, but like, what if during the match they don't like what's happening? Mm-hmm. Like the fans, like you have to react to it. So like changing it on the fly, like stuff that Austin, The Rock, Kurt was able to do, Undertaker, mm-hmm. like and Triple H and things. That's a lost art, I feel like, in the current like what we see. Mm-hmm. Like it all seems very put together, and you could tell that way sometimes in like girl and like ladies matches where it's like, oh, this didn't go the way it was supposed to. Uh, what do we do now? Mm-hmm. Like when we were watching Botchamania before and the guy went for, um, oh, it was Tozawa versus, I don't remember who. Theory. Theory, right. And, um, I was actually thinking of a different one. Um, but yeah, so he goes for a, um, he goes to kick him in the face off the apron and he falls off the apron, but he slowed down and he just kicked the rope, which didn't even touch Theory. Right. And it's like, well, okay, but the like the thing is, you have to the person that has to sell, they have to decide in microseconds whether or not they're going to sell that. Like if they're going to sell it as if they actually got hit, knowing it's obvious they didn't, or if they're going to be like, "Nah, dude, you got to do that again." The fuck you doing? So if you're going to hurt me, then you better do it. Because <coughs> it could have been like where he shouldn't have sold it, and he'd have to do hit him again. Yeah. That's it. Like you said, just go again. Mm-hmm. I was think I was actually thinking more the um, the more obvious example from Botchmania earlier. Also, uh, someone like there's a guy standing on the ring apron, and a guy goes to like give him a head scissor, but doesn't grab him. But the guy jumps off the ring apron anyway, as if he had gotten grabbed. Oh, like a magic head scissor. Yeah. So I wish I could remember. You just watched it like a half hour ago. How bad you were there. Hearing? You were there. <laughs> um, so I mean, it, it's got like I can't decide anything like on the fly. So I don't know. Like I don't know what what it would be like to be a wrestler. Yeah, well, we're not, but like they have NXT, and it's supposed to teach them how to do this. They don't. I don't know if they teach this. You know what I'm saying? Like teach calling it in the ring. Like, that's where it's supposed to start. You know? I don't know. Because it's like, I, I'm not the first to make this. It's like, sometimes things feel too polished. Yeah. Like, the botches are gonna happen. But that makes it look more real, I think, if you don't, like, if you botch it and you don't sell it. Right? It's like, okay, you made a mistake. Let's do something else and <laughs> Then we'll sell it. Because that's how it is. If something doesn't work right the first time, you do it again. If I don't hit you, I miss. I'm going to try to hit you. Yeah. Uh, man, like, I should really start, like, uh, taking notes. But, uh, let's not forget that we had SmackDown. Like, if you come up with anything that you remember from Raw that you wanted to talk about, we could always just throw it in. I don't remember Raw. Because, like, <laughs> I got my notes. For once, you know, we we covered like we covered a lot of AEW this yeah. week. Um, I but 
I, I can't leave it alone because <laughs> Britt Baker, once again, the best, uh, probably the best woman heel next to, I guess, I don't know, maybe Bailey, but like not even like story wise, like she, she's got like a wheelchair. Mm-hmm. It's the role model, which is great. R O L L. And then she's got like the car. Is the car called something? The Rolls Royce. Right. Spell Rolls like rolling. No, you know? R- no, it's R O L E. Oh, right. She's a yeah, role model. Like the role model. Right. So she's got all this stuff going for her. She's like training to try to get back in the ring. That like, was so great. <laughs> like the worst way possible. Like she's got like I almost died when she had like the battle rope. And she's like <laughs> half assing it. I'm like, oh my god. Or like when that trainer like tries to hand her a weight. And it's like too heavy, and then uh, Rabbi gives her like a five pound or two pound, two, oh, two and a half pound. I didn't see the numbers on it. That's it's Doc a Samson. two and a half pound weight. That was uh, Doc Sampson. Yeah, so that was great. That's what I wanted to mention. Like the importance of great commentators. And the other thing is, if you compare Jim Ross calling Kurt Angle. And The Rock with Taz to Jim Ross calling anything on AEW with Excalibur and Tony Schiavone, it's not the same thing at all. It's like, not. Like, he's got so much passion. He's like, The Rock! He's done it! He's, it's The Rock versus Steve Austin! My God! I'm, 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 April 1st at WrestleMania! The Texas Rattlesnake! I'm like, oh my goodness. Well, you gotta think it's also, like... like- Maybe it's like yeah, it it comes off as passion, but also he's a lot older now. He doesn't have the energy. That's what I'm saying. Like, and, but even then, I, uh, to his credit, yes. <laughs> what's Byron Saxon's ex- excuse? Oh. What's uh, what's his Phillips? Tom, Tom Phillips. Phillips. What's, I, knew, I knew he was going to be next. <laughs> what's his excuse? Samoa Joe is doing his part perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. He's the color guy. He's also the guy who knows what it's like to be in there. I know Byron does too, but he doesn't come. He doesn't have the knowledge. Or his his announcing character doesn't convey the knowledge that he may have. Right. Like he's he reminds me of like you watching wrestling with like a little kid, and he's like, but he cheated. <laughs> yep, that's Byron. You know, and. and, and Tom needs to put more. It's because the, it's that they're in that Michael Cole school. Mm-hmm. Like Michael Cole, he's good, but he doesn't. That passion is not really there. Like I don't feel it right now. Segway you know school. What I'm saying? Learn the word. Nevertheless. Nevertheless. <laughs> and uh, and Jr. He does. He. I think that's where <coughs> the, I was talking to the Rock the other day. I think that's where it comes from. Like, I don't know if it's him, or that's just been a thing forever hmm. that announcers have always done. Well, you can't, pr- you can't prove they didn't. It's true, right? <laughs> but yeah, it's like, wow. It's like night and day. Like, this helps things. That's why Morrow's great, because he has that energy for it. It's like, treat this like it's the main, last main event you're ever going to see. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's like a pacing thing, too. Because you can't give that same for every match, right? I don't know. That's just that's that's just me. Just just wondering where it's at, you know. 
Yeah. No, I hear you. Um, I also thought it was great when um, Sh- uh, Shivani's participation in um, Britt Baker's training. He was just standing at the top of the ramp. Yeah. He was like, he come just on, showed come up. On. Come on. I thought good. she was just going to roll backwards because she hates him. That's That was that, or like she got to the top and she'd be like, whew. And then she'd start rolling backwards because she's at the yeah, top of the ramp. That's right. She didn't hit the brake. Yeah. Like, and then uh, keep going. Yeah. That, yeah, that's that. That that would have been great. That was all. I'm glad so we, damn good. we talked about her because. Oh, and what the hell is Sammy on painkillers? <laughs> because when Chris Jericho came out to wrestle Colt Cabana, he's singing Jericho's song completely wrong, like way off. <laughs> I'm pretty. You sure. don't remember? I do remember. I only watched it a few hours ago. I'm a. I mean. I think the I think the gimmick is yes he is on painkillers. I hope so. <laughs> He's like blah, 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 that was blah, great. Blah. <laughs> no, I thought I thought like the the it was like because he forgot the words. Yeah, Colt. I do you think Colt's gonna join the creepy perverts? I don't AKA know. AKA the Dark Order. That could be interesting. Could be. Oh, I don't know if I brought this up, but uh, the. The guy that Moxley beat up, what was he, 10? Yeah. Like, what if that guy comes back, like, later, and the reason they kept him under a mask was he's a placeholder for somebody they plan on having, like, join, like, the roster, and just have it be like, you know, you almost ended my career, and now I'm coming for yours. That type of deal, you know, like, he could be anybody. Could be. Well, he's got his own Twitter, though. I saw it earlier. Yeah, but do you see the person's face? I don't recall. I don't think so. But, like, they, they revealed his name. There was a whole thing. Oh, that sucks. Never mind. All right. That takes away <coughs> what I pay attention to. Yeah, there, yeah, there was um a, there was a segment a, a few weeks ago when um Brody Lee was interviewing him. Okay. Well, never mind. I hate everything. Uh, I should have kept though, him a secret. Sp- speaking of things we're going to hate, it seems like Dominic is going to interject himself in the Ray-Seth feud. I, you shot me down, but I was really hoping that it it looks like Dominic's going to go to the defense of his father, but then turns on his father and joins Seth Rollins, and then we find out the week after that he doesn't even think, that he runs him down, that he's not even a man, that he couldn't even defend himself against Seth Rollins, that he's too old, and... There's no way that he's his actual father hmm. and that his real father is dead because his name was Eddie Guerrero. I am a Guerrero. I think it would be great, but I am pretty sure WWE won't do that. I think it, I know. it goes a little bit too far back. They're Come on, Paul expo- Heyman. The, yeah, they're going to have to explain a whole lot. All you, Dude, they have the network footage. They could just play it. They'd be like, look at this, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, that whole storyline was great. Dude, it was incredible. I'm still talking about it. Eddie and Dominic in the park, remember that? Yeah. He could even say, I remember playing with, with Eddie in the park and thinking, man, I wish that was my dad, or something like that. Yep. That would be freaking great and really add to this. Like, if he really cared about his son and wants him to succeed, he would use this. He would, like, 
I I know Rey Mysterio loves his son so much that he would go out on his back for his son. Mm-hmm. But the way uh, Seth is helping these guys, it, you know, it makes sense to me if you want to succeed. Yeah. Um, the your storyline that you're pitching here uh, takes me back to the um, the Sandman Raven feud. Oh man, that's when they that's... got when they got um, the wife and kid involved. Right. That was great. That's they had some great stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it really gets washed out with the blood and guts. Mm-hmm. But like at its core, the best stories are the most <laughs> simple and personal stories that like people can relate to. Mm-hmm. You know, when you involve family, like that's when it becomes really personal. Uh, you see that with the AJ style Samoa Joe feud. Uh, you see that when. Uh, Red, Red Triple H broke into Randy Orton's house. Yep. Or when uh, Randy Orton handcuffed Stephanie and like kissed her, mm-hmm. or whatever. You know things like that. That's wrestling. Classic moments. A lot of good I, stuff. Yeah, man. Um. So it looks like. Oh, I loved how Raw went off the air. It. Bobby Lashley had. Drew in the full Nelson, you didn't know if he got out of it, and it just went off air. Yep. That's some, like, those are, like, Russo days stuff. Yeah, I was gonna say, that's, like, 90s Raw. (laughs) Right? Mm -hmm. And they even, like, discuss it. Did you watch their poor excuse for a wannabe talking smack, their Raw talk? No, I did not. It was so short, like, it wasn't even worth it. And I'm also kind of tired of watching the Street Profits and Viking Raiders do things that's not wrestling. Uh, this coming Monday is supposed to be a decathlon. Yeah, they announced it on Raw Talk. I don't know. Oh, that's because okay. uh, Samoa Joe suggested it. Mm. Um, but they had Rollins was on there <laughs> with uh, Joe and I think it was Renee? Maybe it was Renee? I don't know, somebody. And, or is it the, uh, uh, I, I hate names. I'm not good. It was hey, Monday. Hey, Kayla. Yeah, or Kayla. Who, was she the one that got covered in green goo? Yes. On SmackDown? Yeah. Yeah. That did things to me. But anyway, <laughs> listen. Uh, <laughs> do you, I, what'd you think of that whole, like, Strowman hunting down the Miz and Morrison stuff? A uh, little silly. I don't Do like. Think- mm-hmm. Obviously, everything was meant to piss him off. The vandalism of the car. Why are you going to have a security guard there, in eyesight of the car, that they just van- like like how are you going to put a security guard in a spot where people are going to be vandalizing a car? Badly. Just not have them there. Just don't have them there. Right. Like, 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 have Braun figured out. Like, have him think, okay, they're probably watching this from somewhere where. Oh, what the fuck van is that? Why is it? Why does it look like it's moving? Okay. Why are their antennas on top? <laughs> like, like they think they're slick, but they're really just not? Yeah. You saw Lance Storm's tweet that I shared? <coughs> where it's uh, Sid Justice. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's coming out, and he's, his car got crushed by Goldberg. And, of course, the first thing he does is jump onto the car. Yeah. <laughs> But it's not like he's making it worse. Like it's not like he can uncompact it. <laughs> right, but why are you gonna jump onto your car? It's he's showing frustration. You know, it's kinda uh, it's like a 
cartoon character thing to do. But that's what I thought about when when I saw Strowman reacted to his like windshield. I'm like, you know, I think Goldberg did it better, <laughs> even though you didn't see what happened really. Yeah. But uh, like he, I I think like the tipping over the van thing is like, what did that really do to them? Well, you it know? might have hurt them. We don't know how well bolted that equipment was to the to the wall of the van. Like it's rated to be uh, vertical, not horizontal. Yeah, but I would have had Strowman tear the van doors off because you know he didn't flip that shit by himself. Yeah, I would have had him t- like gimmick the doors and have him just like tear them off and like have him actually get his hands on them. Mm-hmm. But they're probably saving that for uh, this Friday because I think it's the go home for Backlash. Yep. Which it's like, boy, I'm sure looking forward to the best wrestling match ever. Whatever. You know, like, I don't know who who isn't rolling their eyes at that. I I think, uh, I don't someone who's ten. Probably. Maybe it's like finally I'm going to see. The greatest wrestling match ever. <laughs> it's like, well, if the greatest wrestling match ever is between a guy who hasn't wrestled a real wrestling match in X years and Randy Orton, boy, that's a real problem, isn't it? Yeah, but like, they're just not. I, I don't get like you, you got you got guy you got AJ Styles you got Daniel Bryan you got who's gonna Drew, wrestle for the Intercontinental Champion next week? Yes, but like, and you and you got Drew Gulak. On the roster, I can't think of any like really, any like real any other grapplers at the moment offhand on the main roster. But like, mm. none of those three are in the match. How are you really gonna try and call us the greatest wrestling match ever? Yeah, but it's hilarious to me that you said that. You mentioned AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan, and it's like on the go home for Backlash, they are wrestling for the Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, so you know that's... And you're going to have gonna that. A, it's going to be a, a wacky yeah, ending. A schmaz or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then just have them do it at Backlash. <coughs> I guess. Mm-hmm. So it's like, fine, I guess? Well, unless the Backlash card is just too loaded, which, I mean... Well, let's think about it for a second. Um, We don't even... Like, okay, so we got Strowman doing his deal... We got Drew and Bobby Lashley doing their deal. Mm-hmm. You have Nia Jax and Oscar doing their thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we maybe a United States Championship rematch for Andrade. I don't even know if he deserves one at this point. Probably not. It's not like it's a guaranteed rematch clause. Maybe Kevin Owens versus Garza. The, um, the only other match um, definitely booked is Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus, which I'm 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 down with that. Mm-hmm. Like I want to see what Jeff can do now. Um. Hopefully he wins, but I don't know if he's going to. <sighs> what do you think of uh, AJ doing the honors for uh, your boy Drew Gulak? Um, I think I'm I like surprised they didn't change his name to Gulak. You know, huh? I'm surprised they didn't just change his name to Gulak. Too many Drews. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I think I liked it. I kind of thought the way they had um. Like, the way AJ was talking about the match, I kind of thought it was for his spot in the finals. Oh. But I guess not. Okay. Obviously. Yeah. Right. SmackDown, I think, had the better show. 
What do you think of that ref thing with the uh, Lacey versus with Sonya? It seemed silly and unnecessary. Yeah. Like, tell me why you're doing this. What, what about Corbin what, what, and Otis? <laughs> what about what? Corbin and Otis, when Otis has, like, the crown. That was fun. And he's, like, King Otis in the bank or whatever. <laughs> that, was, that was funny. King in the bank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm looking. I still have the, um, whatchamacallit, takeover card here. Did we miss <laughs> something? No. But it has the in-your-house chronology, and the previous in-your-house was the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. That's a long time ago. February 14th, 1999. In so many ways, a completely different world from now. WCW was still around. Uh, People were freaking out over Y2K? Yeah. (laughs) Vince was on the promo poster. Let's see. Uh, Let me look at the card here. Uh, the main event was a steel cage match to determine the number one contender for the WWF Championship at WrestleMania 15. Wow. It was Steve Austin versus Vince McMahon. Oh, wow. Hey, is that's the one where the big show came in? Mm. Was that the cage match? Yeah, he cut through the mat. <laughs> yeah! Holy shit! It all goes back around! It comes full circle. Right. Wow. Um, wow. Brian, Christopher, and Scott Taylor, they didn't even have their gimmick yet. They were called too much. They, okay. They beat the Hardy Boys in the opening match that was a dark match because they still had dark matches back then. Wow. And then the first match on Heat was Viscera over Test. Wait, Jane Viscera with Mabel. Midian oh. beat Test with Big Boss Man. Wow. Right? Wait a second. Oh, Midian's the sole survivor. Yeah. <sighs> that got dark. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Heat main event was Billy Gunn with Triple H and X-Pac over Tiger Ali Singh. Oh, wait, that was no contest. Wow. Tiger Ali Singh. Yep. Goldust beat Blue Dust. Bob Holly beat Al Snow with head. Damn, you want a handicap match? That's crazy. <laughs> Bossman <laughs> over Midian. Jarrett and Owen def- successfully defended the tag titles over D'Lo Brown and Mark Henry with Ivory. And uh, Jarrett and Owen had Deborah. Wow. Val Venus with Ryan Shamrock defeated Ken Shamrock for the WWF Intercontinental Championship. Cor- I remember that. I, I somehow I don't remember most of the Ryan Shamrock stuff. I don't know why. It's Val Venus. You just think what 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 this would be about <laughs> this. Exactly. You know. <laughs> uh, China and Kane representing the corporation beat Triple H and X Pac. Obviously representing DX. And Mankind versus The Rock. Last man saying match for the WWF Championship. Ended in a draw. How did that end in a draw? Let me see. Mm. 
Mankind used double arm DDT to land Rock onto a chair, but he stood up on the count of nine, prompting Mankind to stuff a smelly gym sock down the Rock's gullet. Rock withstood the foul-smelling sock and reversed Mankind into a rock bottom. Mankind still stood up, and the two both grabbed chairs, ran each other doing a double chair shot, to which neither could stand up from a ten count. So, okay. Makes sense. 1999. Mm. I don't even think I was really watching that much wrestling then. Because there was a part where I, that, where I fell off, kind of. You know, I, I did some math. Mm-hmm. I believe we met 20 years ago this year. Wow. Well, mm-hmm. be like the 20th anniversary, I guess. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure it was the first... It was the year that Lou got his car. Mm-hmm. So, uh, he was 21. Because, you know, we were, we were going out to bars at that point. And we went to that party for the kid that I don't know. <laughs> Do you remember that party? No. I'm not good at remembering things. So... I don't... We probably heard through Frank that there was a party at this kid's house. This kid's on his way going to... Going off to the military. So we should show up to his party. Who is... Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know who the kid was. I don't either. But but we both got invited to the party. Because we both know Frank. Mm Mm-hmm. And we got there, and that's when me and Lou... I, I, I guess Frank introduced us there... And I met you and your girlfriend at the time, and... I don't have a good memory. And many years later, we're bros. Here we are. Here we are. again. Yeah. Wow. I feel old. (laughs) Happens every time we talk about the old days. I hate it. I hate... I like like it, but I hate it that I'm old. I know you half my life. Yeah, dude. I know you more than half yours. Right. Crazy shit. We just we just talked about St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Yeah. Uh, Steve Austin beat Vince McMahon by escaping the cage. Yeah, because of the big show. Yep. Um. Yeah, like, you know, I know a lot of people like to compare, like, you really shouldn't compare today and whatever, but it's like, it's kind of hard to. You know, it's like, I know it's like different beasts and whatever, and it was more like the Wild West back then. Mm-hmm. Even though technically it was like, you know, a corporation or whatever. But I think this is before it was publicly traded. Mm. You know, 99? Definitely. Mm. It had to have been because they didn't start going soft till like John Cena time. Let me see. 1999, wow. Following its initial IPO in 1999 as a publicly traded company on a stock exchange. What month? Damn it. Give me a month. Save me from my incompetence. October nineteenth. Damn it! Right. No. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah this, this is before St. <laughs> Valentine's Day Massacre was before they went public. That's nuts. That is nuts, man. I I can't believe I know that. Ah! All right. Woo. Crazy um, shit. Let's see. So I'm trying to like 
make sure that we didn't miss anything because sometimes we miss something like we'll get off there and I'm like we probably should have <coughs> talked about that but I think we, we Bailey and Sasha as predicted mm-hmm. are the tag team champions yep um did you see the uh, backstage stuff? They released no. video footage. So uh, they went back for a photo shoot. Obviously, they're in character and everything. And Sasha says, do you want to get a picture of us crying on the floor? <laughs> <laughs> they should do that. I hope they lose them to the Iconics, and that leads to them breaking up. I don't know. I kind of had an idea. Let's go. What if somehow Sasha... Earns a shot at Asuka, wins the Raw Women's Championship, and between the two of them, they have the three belts. Uh, Hold them for a while, and then they eventually lose the tag titles, and then realize that, oh shit, now Sasha's on Raw and Bailey's on SmackDown. I think it's a great idea. But neither of them are tall or blonde enough for them to care that much about them. I guess so. You know, like, <laughs> I think it's good, but I just don't. I don't trust the the machine to even like the fact that they're doing this much for them is kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like they've been, they've given Bailey a really good run, and now she's got two championships. And the first uh, champion. Chip holder to have the tag team titles as well. Mm-hmm. That's crazy that they're willing to do this, but I think it's going to be my theory that they're going to lose the belts and Sasha's going to break blame Bailey for it, and that maybe she didn't care enough to defend them, and now she wants her belt. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, we we have seen sort of hints at that dissension. Um, it's... It kind of happened this week where she's like, "Get out, get out!" And she's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, like yeah. she was trying to save the match, but I don't know. Well, like, I guess Sasha, like, obviously Sasha either didn't realize that Bailey blind tagged or um, just wasn't was prepared for it. That's why she locked in the bank statement. She's like, what? And then Bailey mm-hmm. locked in the bank statement or tried to, which I thought was very interesting. Yeah. <coughs> so it's like, it, it, I guess it could be seen as like what Charlotte was trying to say that. The reason Bailey is like, you know, she's basically trying to keep Sasha out of her way, mm-hmm. so she doesn't try to take like she she's a threat to her championship, right? And she knows it because mm-hmm. of the, the the history they had. It, it also kind of like I think it should be Bailey that turns on Sasha, and not the other way around. Because Sasha's turned her back on Bailey before, like we've seen that happen already. Like for Bailey to go mega heel and Sasha to be the face would be an interesting dynamic. It would be. So, uh, It'd be a- Sasha's such a good heel, though. Yeah, but she doesn't have to be a white meat baby face. You're right. Like I- she could be. Well, okay, she's got the edge enough. Like, she could be... She's the boss. Like, she could still do that thing. I'd almost rather them not feud hmm. than turn Sasha face. 
out of the question is turning Bailey face. She she is such a good chicken shit heel. Mm-hmm. Like just the way she like you saw that when the best showcase of that, which is why it's like sometimes <laughs> you have to think about the genius that's the booking of Nia Jax and her. Mm-hmm. Not Nia Jax, Tamina, the other the other uh, big lady. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, it's where she's like trying to beg off like a monster. Mm-hmm. It's 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 amazing, like the, what she does and how she um she said, "All right, you want to fight? You're gonna get a fight. You're gonna fight Sasha tonight." And Sasha's like, "What? I'm 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 in I'm in leather pants and fucking thigh high boots with four inch heels. What do you do? I'll I'll get your shoes. I'll get you. <laughs> and that was that was terrific." And the way she acts, like, she's, like, she reminds me of, like, an old-school, like, heel. Mm-hmm. Like that, like, like that type of, like, uh, not even, like, a Ric Flair type, but someone else I, I can't even think of. But, like, you could see her, like, with her hands up, just going, eh, like mm-hmm. that, you know? Yep. Like, back it up, back it up! Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's so good. And I don't think she gets enough credit. Um, Yeah. Yeah, ba- Bailey. Bailey is really, really grown into this heel role. Very, yeah, I can very hear well. her being annoying. Like I feel like maybe in real life she's a heel. Mm. <laughs> um. <coughs> Do we want to talk about other rumored call-ups? Uh yeah, sure. Let's let's hear them, and I'll shoot them down like an asshole. All right. Uh. <laughs> Dream. Well, that's kind of what we were talking about, right? Yep. Like, if that's the case, if he's being what's talked about, um, then I guess we know what's going to happen at TakeOver. Um, but the, it, it looks like if he's getting called up, it's going to be like sometime, quote-unquote, in the summer, which may or may mm. not be closer to like SummerSlam, whenever the hell that's going to be. I think it might be Summer, Fall, Spring Slam yeah. at this point. <laughs> Um, like I mean, he could get, he could he could win, to uh this week and then, just Do like the honors later. Yeah, drop it to, carry on cross or something. Maybe. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, you know, like it's it's just it, it it goes without saying that it's the whole that we saw in Botchamania where like they took a seat out of uh uh uh. uh What's that movie? Uh, Rush Hour. Where, like, mm-hmm. Jackie Chan runs, he's trying to climb a building, there's people chasing him, and it's like the NXT superstars, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I guess, uh, oh yeah, Chris Tucker's just NXT talent, mm-hmm. and he's going, and he sees them trying to climb up, and Ricochet falls off, and he's like, oh hell no, I'm not doing that, <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. It's like, who, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, the difference between Ricochet and Dream is that Dream is like a great character type. Like, yeah, you know, like Ricochet had like he's a superhero, but then mm-hmm. it's like he's he's not really though, is he? Like, not the way you guys are portraying him. Not a superhero on the mic. That's uh, no, thing. yeah, that's yeah. And Dream can talk, he could wrestle, and he's got a good look. So, what what a, you know? And everything about him is memorable, right? And it, and, and super marketable. Could you imagine how many different freaking action figures and stuff they can come out with for him? Uh, uh, the, the sky's the limit. Um, and I, it's, the thing is, like, where'd he go? Like, Riddle's going to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. 
So does that mean you get a? That doesn't necessarily mean he has to go to Raw, but where does he fit? Well, you know? well, we talked a couple weeks ago. Dijak's supposedly coming up to Raw very right. soon. Okay, that I can see. Like if <coughs> I, I think someone, I, well, I read someone that like, why not Keith Lee? And it's like because Keith Lee doesn't need to be on Raw, right? You know, Keith Lee's doing great. He's the and he's a North American champion, and he could do so much more there. Mm-hmm. Like all Dijak has done is be a great contender and do great matches with Keith Lee. Mm-hmm. And Raw is the home of the Giants, so if he wants, if they put him there, then fine by me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it's like I get, you know what? I would rather see Dream have matches with like a Jeff Hardy. Or Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. That's then have, great. You know, have him working with Bobby Lashley or whatever, or Drew. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, that'll happen someday. But I want him to show up when there's a hot crowd. That's the thing about what's happening right now. We don't even know when that's going to be. Right. It's it's tough to like they, they can only really go by what people are saying on social media, and social media is such shit right now. Like, yeah, like, for the people talking about wrestling, they're kind of, like, some of them are focusing on wrestling and, like, giving their opinions and, you know, some some positive, some negative, whatever. But I I feel like right now it's, social media is just too toxic. There's too much real going on in the world that people are talking about on social media. And, like, I'll I'll get a notification, oh, Paige posted a picture, blah, blah, blah. I go to the picture, all right, cool. And then, like, I, you know, it's just all depressing and infuriating world shit. And it's like, yeah. and I, I dread going to Twitter. Dread it. Yeah, I uh, I kind of feel the same way. Um, but, uh, well, I was trying to, trying to think more about wrestling stuff. Is there anybody else on the call up? Yes. Chelsea Green. Uh, sure. Um, the women's division is not as robust as it should be, mm-hmm. I feel. Uh, Raw or SmackDown. And I guess they like what they see from her, so Raw, maybe? Hmm. I don't know in what capacity and to whom she would, like, fight. Or, like, have a problem with. Well, I, th- I, th- I would agree. Because, like, Bianca Belair came up, and where is she now? That's a great point. I don't know what she's doing. She's, uh, like, terrific. And since she's been called up, it's been, like, you know, a holding pattern. She, uh, yeah, she appeared with the Street Profits twice, and that yeah. was it. Mm-hmm. It's all Street Profits stuff, and to, like, um, neutralize Alina Vega the one right. time. So, uh, that's why with any call-up, I'm like, mm, what do you think? Maybe maybe they'll bring them up, but then, like, maybe they're holding off on, like, Bianca Belair and Dijak until they can get a crowd. So it's like, all right, here they are. All right, now we're putting you on hold. Hold on. Hold that thought. When we get a crowd, we'll bring you out and we'll see. Yeah, but uh, I guess. But it's like, why not let them, like, your thing when I'm like, when they had no audience and why are they acting like there's an audience? You know, like, why let's keep doing the thing now 
because then you're getting polished up for when there are people there. Yeah, I don't you know. know. I mean, I wish I could. I wish I knew someone that was freaking sitting in on these meetings where they're making these decisions. I don't, because I wouldn't be able to keep my mouth shut. They'd lose their job. Like, <laughs> I'd know things. But I'm just thinking, I like, just... at least I'd be able to come back and say, all right, well, it's beca- it's because Vince said this. Even though last week he said the other one, the opposite, he's kind of just changed his mind. It happens. It's, it's the not knowing, you know? Well, when you only get 14 hours of sleep a week, I guess that kind of takes its toll. A week. A month. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't he sleep two hours a night and that's it? Dude, I don't know. It might just be a rumor. Like, he might get himself cryogenically frozen once a month just to cover it. And the rest, he's just awake. That'd be great. Maybe that's why he wanted um, AJ and uh, Brian out of his office so quick. Cause he was about to, he was about to open up the freaking hidden compartment where his cryo yeah. chamber is. What he does is he's got like this this crystal, and when you <laughs> affix it into the uh, Tyrannosaurus eyeball, uh, it like reveals a secret room. Nice. And that's where his uh, re- his rejuvenation chamber is. He might even have a Lazarus pit, you know? Probably. Like, he doesn't stay in it too long because that causes madness. Mm-hmm. Like, so he just dips in. That's why he doesn't, like, lose, like, years. Like, he doesn't, like, get younger like a Rachel Ghoul. I gotta take a dip. Yeah. I <laughs> take a dip. Get in here. That's, that's probably why that's, like, the unfilmed footage from Last Ride is, like, <coughs> that's why he's, like, told the camera crew to leave. He's like, all right, listen, you're going to get in here for a couple seconds and you're going to be good to go mm-hmm. uh, for your next match. But you're not stopping. I don't care if you are the. If you, you, you're not, you're not stopping until you're the real dead man, and even then, your ass is mine. <laughs> Damn it! Right, let me look through my notes here. What just what was up with Tully giving Sean Spears a fingerless leather glove? I don't know. Like Jim Ross or Tony Schiavone or both were talking about the significance of a black glove, and I'm like. I guess I don't know that much about wrestling because this is the first I'm hearing about it. And I was thinking about that, and I'm like, Seth Rollins, like, he wrestles with one glove. Mm -hmm. He must have the stinkiest hand. Hmm. Is he one day going to remove that glove and stink hand somebody? Maybe. Like, what is that? We're going to find out. It's like his secret weapon. Like, it's going to be a cinematic match. He takes it off and it glows with holy power and he uses it to smite his enemy. It's like his ultimate finishing move. Yo, that's crazy. The messianic slap. Hmm. Or it could be the messianic punch or whatever. Um, so, as the this, holy hand. That, that. Do you think. Uh, Alliteration is always easier. Are they building uh, Alistair Black versus <coughs> Rollins for Backlash? Do you think that's going to be a thing, or is this? Are they going to try to do Rey Mysterio Rollins? I think I think they want to finish the Rey thing first, and then Black will want to get revenge. Maybe it'll be like Alistair Black and um, Dominic versus Buddy and Austin Theory for a shot at Seth Rollins. Interesting. Because Dominic's gonna do something. Yeah, I he'll cost he'll cost Rey Mysterio the match, and it'll look like an accident, but it wasn't an accident. Mm-hmm. I'm st- I'm not letting go. I don't know why, but I'm stubborn. 
Um, Drake Maverick. I can't believe it. Like you're all like, oh, he's gonna he's going <laughs> here because he's filming this with that guy, and that Triple H says, psych. <laughs> he fought. That was the most compelling uh, storyline I feel on TV for the last two months. Um. Uh, because of what was going on, like it's like real life. Mm-hmm. He literally, he's physically and emotionally fought for his job. Mm-hmm. And if you can't get behind that, conspiratorially, you want to say, "Oh, it's been a work from the beginning." I call me a mark because I believed everything that was happening. I believed him. Like I believed. That he thought winning that would save his job. Mm-hmm. I and, think. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, winning that <laughs> was the. It was. It. He had to, or that was the end of the road. Mm-hmm. And he made it to put on. I think he treated every match as if it would be his last, because it might have been. Yep. And that is true character. That is true use of the match of life. Is what I'm saying, and he went out there. You say what you want, even though I I, I predicted day one that it would be Eho the Fantasma would win the belt. Just saying, <laughs> but there was a chance. Mm-hmm. And then when he said thank you, I was like, just fucking watch it. Shut up! Don't you cry, pussy? <laughs> Suck it up! But then, boom, he he got the job, and I'm like, wow. Triple R was like, you earned this, <laughs> and that was amazing. And F. Leo Rush for crapping on that. He's just mad because it wasn't him. He is mad. Um, I, I didn't even see that. Mm. Uh, but, I mean, I did see something else that Leo Rush, Rush put out there, but I want to focus on this Drake Maverick thing for a second. Now, I called from the very beginning. I said, this could be a work. But I didn't know. There was a, a conference call. I, I read um, some of the transcript of the most recent conference call that Triple H was on. And someone asked him about Drake Maverick. And this was this was after Wednesday. And he said that it was a situation where he was fur all these people were furloughed or they they were released from their contracts, but we had advertised the tournament brackets in in advance. So since Drake hadn't met his minimum yet for the for the contract, we said, okay, well, we can still use him until he uh, makes, makes this minimum amount. So, we may as well just keep using him. And he, that he proved how badly he wants to be there, and that was why he offered him the contract. Tremendous. I, st- I still think it's a work. I don't. I don't care. I'm a mark. I'm a mark. But I think I, but I, <laughs> but I really will always have that question. It's like, like, was he actually released? And what is was it all true that like he was released, and they wanted to see how badly he wanted it? Maybe it was it was the com- like like I had suggested. Maybe it was a conversation of, all right, you're released. We're still going to use you if you prove to us how good you are. If you can get the crowd behind you, if you if you can get social media really really behind you show us you're marketable we'll rehire you I man listen I just think that you 
this this is actually gonna this helps me. I don't know if it'll help you or anybody listening with this. <coughs> and if you like overthink stuff, but it's like you can't control what happens. You can't control what other people do. You can't control the machine, but you can control how you react to it. Right. So you can choose to believe that he fought for his job. You could choose to believe that this wasn't what was supposed to happen and that it became a thing. Like, you could pick. Mm. It's when you... It's like when you sit down and you watch a movie. Like, if you watch a really good movie and you're in that world and you just let it take you. Mm-hmm. And it was a real-life movie. I was along it's for like the ride. A, yeah, that's it. You could either stay along for the ride, or you could sit there with your eyes closed until the ride's over. You're going to miss it. Mm-hmm. Um, did you see... I want, sorry. Mm-hmm. Did you see sorry. the... Did you see um, where, uh, Mackenzie Mitchell's interview with Drake Maverick as he was arriving at the Performance Center? Yeah, let me uh, let me interview you for once. You think I'm gonna win this or whatever? <coughs> whatever he said. That was very good. He's he's like, look, I can look directly into the camera for once. Yeah, he he does this thing that I'm always gonna make fun of him for. Hmm. Like when he's wrestling, he does this thing with his lip when he's like <laughs> like exhausted or being thrown. It's mm-hmm. it's a weird face that he makes. You know the face I'm I'm talking about. I think I do. He, he just... Like, his bottom lip, like, goes to the left or whatever. Yeah. It's like... <laughs> uh-huh. He's a wacky guy. He's now, a wacky guy. Now, the thing is, where does he go from here? Well, obviously, he's going to be in NXT, part of the quote-unquote mm-hmm. cruiserweight division that they've been saying. But, like, they're saying they have a cruiserweight division. They still have 205 Live. I think they should not have the 205 Live and just have the Cruiserweight division, you know, on NXT. Of course, it's going to be everybody that was in the tournament, mm-hmm. you know? I don't know. They keep, Did they change the belt? Is it black now? Or was it just the lighting? Because it looked, the the um, the strap looked darker. Mm, I didn't notice. Hmm. Okay. It looked like it was still purple on the podium, <coughs> but when they gave Phantasma the belt, I, it looked darker, so I, I guess it had to be the light. Could have been. Um, Let me see. What would you think about the FTR segment this week? Oh, that led to uh, Butcher the Blade? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that's good. Uh, it made sense. Um, it felt like a shoot interview, but not. Mm-hmm. Deal, yeah. Cause um, like, oh, we travel the world. We we know we travel the world. Wrestling entertainment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's gonna be interesting what happens. Uh, obviously, FTR is gonna kick their asses. Yeah. But I love when the when uh, was it was it Cash Wheeler or the other guy that threw the water bottle in uh, Butcher slash Blade's face. Oh, I I didn't I didn't uh, pay attention to which one threw it. At, it doesn't matter. It's like they're like, listen, what we did was business, mm-hmm. and if you want, we're gonna do bit. We could do business next week mm-hmm. in the ring. And that's in the ring, and that's good. Mm-hmm. That these guys are businessmen. Uh, they were on Cornette's uh, podcast recently, and I got to listen to it. 
and I'm not going to talk about a bunch of it because you can just listen to it for yourself. But they talked about like a point that really like hurt their feelings. Um, like uh, I, I think it was um, uh, was it uh, the one that's not bald? What's his name? Uh, that's Cash Wheeler. Cash Wheeler. He was saying that the segment where the NWO or DX or whatever for Raw 25 mm-hmm. and they all did their finishers on him, mm-hmm. like, it bothered him because not one of them, and I'll let you guess which one actually thanked them and actually, like, looked at them. Like, the other guys just walked past them, didn't say anything to them. Like, they didn't even exist. Um, and, like, Wheeler punched a wall. He was so upset. That's what that was. I had read some of that um, transcript. Mm. Um, right, which one was it? Sean Waltman. Okay. Was the only one to thank them. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, not even Triple H. Like, they felt betrayed at that point. <coughs> and, like... They were also saying about, like, they gave, Triple H was telling them, like, this whole thing that things are going to change, they're going to build up a tag division, it's going to be this whole new thing. And that happened just before the Raw, where the McMahons was saying that things are going to change. Hmm. Interesting. So I, that, 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 was, that was interesting. And, of course, nothing ever did. Just to, just to look at it here for a second. The young guys... That you know, they sure they went out there on a big show and put over the veterans, but the young guys wanted to get thanked by the veterans. I think, first of all, they went out there and made them look good. It's just respect. It's about respect. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's their reputation, though. Right from from the things I've read, like. Some of Mick uh-huh. Foley's books and such. Yeah. Even if even if you're making someone look good, the young guy, the newer guys, go thank the veterans. Okay. That's how so, it's done. So what? Waltman still did it. <coughs> Waltman's a veteran. Um. So now, honestly, I know, I, I, I know I, this I, this mm-hmm. this comparison is being made between okay. like Waltman doing it and. Hall and Nash not doing it because yeah. Hall and Nash are known for unless you're paying me, I'm not even looking at you. No, don't even ask for a photo. Like, yeah, but they're not marks. Right, no, I'm right. But like so they're known for being like stuck up like that. Like they're gonna go, they're gonna do the job and they're gonna leave. I think the word is big timing. Yeah. So I'm sure Hall and Nash felt that uh, the revival should have thanked them for the time in the ring together, for the time that they were sharing on TV. Because if people are tuning in, people are tuning into that to see the NWO. They weren't tuning into that to see the revival. So people are paying money to see the NWO. Like even if they're not paying out of pocket, that if that's going to be a higher rated segment. That segment is going to draw more sponsor money, theoretically. So, 
for the revival to be part of that, they're getting more exposure because they're they're in the same segment with the NWO. So the revival should be thanking them. I guess I disagree. Well, we're never going to agree on this. Right. The, I mean, the the because pro- pro- it didn't do anything for them. Exactly. The the you're right. Except other than get eyes on them. They had eyes on them. <coughs> the revival was hot, bro. Mm-hmm. And then they just, you know, they already had a following. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know. We, we don't always have to agree. Now, now my opinion, just in general, sh- you know, if someone makes you look good, yeah, you go thank them. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's about being a good person. But like I like I didn't come up. I'm still not in the business, so like. What? I know it's hard to believe. But we're the we're 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 a wrestling podcast. That means you're in the business. Mm. If you have a wrestling podcast, you're in the business. In the podcast. Everybody knows that podcasting business. No, <laughs> you you're in two businesses. You're not you you're you're in the wrestling business. I'm calling it right now. Okay. No one's gonna tell you know why because I choose to believe it. <laughs> I can't change. <laughs> I could choose how I react. There you go. We're the official. So, like, uh, like I'm not saying, like, I'm not saying that the revival is wrong for being upset or for expecting a thank you. Um, but I could see where Hall and Nash would be coming from in not being forthcoming with that. Yeah, you would. You know why? Because I, I, one, one sip of fame, you're gonna big time your own mother. Listen, mom. If you're not paying. I'm not. You can't really talk to me. Okay. Nah, I told my mom when I, when I hit it big and become rich and famous, um, um, she can live in my house. I'm only in charge of a penny rent. And only and 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 any time you want a picture, you better hit the merch table. <laughs> and it's actually to get inside. <laughs> it, it's just like, so what was it? The um, the Undertaker thing. Um, Undertaker and Hogan. I know you read the story also, right? Oh, the one about the tombstone, and um, right. Hogan was like, "Oh, it's kind of stiff." Brother. Right. So, um, like even the impression I got from that is like, if you gotta talk to someone, like you know, if you gotta talk business, if you gotta, you know, whatever the case is, if you got, if you gotta fucking yell at someone, if you get, if you have a legit beef, you go, to, you take them into the shower. Uh, yeah. So, so then, then what? I I read that. I'm like. Oh, okay. So Hogan wanted to talk to him, <laughs> talk to him in the shower. Hogan, you know, Hogan was falling apart, starting to fall apart at that point. And he's like, uh, Hogan's like, you know, I'm, can, well, can you protect me for on your finish? Because I don't want, you know, my neck, blah, blah, blah. He's like, don't worry, I'll, I'll cinch you up real tight. All right. They go out there, he hits, he hits the tombstone. And... Hogan's like, oh, my neck, oh, I can't move. And that was when, I guess, uh, I think that was when Ho- when Taker won the title from Hogan. Yeah. Um, Survivor Series. Right. So, like, everyone everyone in the back is panicking. Hogan, like, ends up, is just, like, laying on the floor in Vince's office. They want to bring the EMTs in. Taker has to go hide for kayfabe. Mm-hmm. So Taker and Shane go in the back, and Taker's like, Shane, there's no way his head hit the mat. <laughs> Shane's like, all right, we'll we'll, we'll watch the replay tomorrow because they, they, you know, they couldn't do instant replay right then and there. Like, um, I don't know why. Mm-hmm. So they watch it back, and sure as shit, Hogan's head didn't come anywhere near hitting the mat. 
he was being a saboteur, man. So, you know? so like the next day or the next show they're at or whatever, you know, they go into the they go to the shower to talk again, and um, Taker says to Hogan, he's like, he's like, did you hit your head? He's like, he's like, because I don't think you hit your head. Now he said, you can't just call out the golden goose on his lie even if you have the evidence cuz don't do that hogan's like i don't know man you have you have me cinched really really tight i think you, i think you did something take us like all right and he and that was it it didn't matter that hogan was wrong and hogan was lying take just had to take it no pun intended cuz Hogan's the buddy guy and the politician. <coughs> right. And then apparently they might have cut Taker's title reign short because of that. Well, sometimes the bad guys win. Mm. Do they it though? Sucks. Not long term, apparently. Mm-hmm. But, you know, eventually you get caught and uh, you're erased and then kind of brought back. Sketched in lightly, <laughs> in case you need to be erased again later. Yeah, because you know, every everyone's sorry for getting caught on tape. Yeah, yeah. It's like I'm sorry I got caught. Yeah, I'm sorry I got caught. You know, whatever. Um. <sighs> oh, one thing, one yeah. thing, one thing. Yes, so, yes, yes. Um, who said it? Hold on, let me read here. Oh, so when Jeff Hardy was at the precinct, apparently he overheard. Some of the in, some of the eyewitness interviews, right? Uh huh. And he said that the person that hit Elias with his car had red hair and a beard and a red beard. Sami Zayn. That's what I'm thinking. Holy shit! That would make sense, right? I guess he hates Elias. Also, he's the Intercontinental Champion. But also, he would he would frame Jeff Hardy. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna have a good old fashioned who frame Jeff Hardy situation. Yep. Hmm. Because why not? I guess not. Why not, indeed? <coughs> it's a good thing they didn't bury the lead and say he looked like a taxi driver. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you know, I th- I thought I heard ska blasting from the car. I think he was listening to ska. He was just... It looked like he was drunk, but I think he was dancing. Like, was that No Effects playing? I don't... What was the last... No Effects is ska? I don't know. I don't think it is. I don't, I don't know. I think you're just making shit up. I think I am. I, I can't... I couldn't think of any ska bands. Yeah, right? Um, Sublime was kind of ska. Kinda. So, do you think MVP's gonna get a stable going? I think so, but supposedly he's uh, a permanent member of the active roster now. Good for him. Well, I guess if they're using him one way, they might as well use him the other way, too. Yep. Um, what do you think of Street Profits, Bobby Lashley, and MVP? <coughs> and you bring in uh, Bianca Belair because she comes with Street Profits. I don't know about turning Street Profits heel. Who says they have to be heels? So, it's not necessary. Why would a heel manager face? Money. Percentages. You know? Hmm. And it's like... 
Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think it would have made more sense if, like, they weren't the champions. Yeah. Because then it's like he's gonna be able to, like, an agent, like, get them opportunities. Like, he's like Bobby Lashley has an opportunity at the uh, WWE Championship sort of deal. Maybe they could, like, sort of agree to it tentatively, and he'll be like, all right, I'll, you know, I'll get you some high-profile opportunities. And he keeps getting to put in matches where they're just going to get the shit kicked out of them, but it's not for the titles. And it's just, like, all these other teams just, like, start racking up wins against them, and they finally, like, realize he's not good for their career. Like, right. he's trying to advance his own uh, whatever the case is. I'd like somebody to be under his tutelage that's, like, around his size. <laughs> and, like, it that like it'll end in them fighting in a match, you know what I'm saying? Because like Bobby Lashley turning on him, it's like you, you, you know, it's no contest who's gonna win that one. Obviously, um, like if he picked up like uh, Humberto Carrillo, you know, that reminds me give of him some edge. That reminds me, Apollo Cruz was fighting a little dirty. Did you know? Yeah, yeah, when he was feigning that injury. Yeah, like he got groin kicked. Uh-huh. You know. It's like, well, I guess you must have a tree trunk, bro, because you didn't come anywhere near it, you know? Um, yeah, I saw, I caught that. Hmm. So, I mean, that that he could be part of the stable. Or he maybe. Maybe, maybe just an eventual heel turn. Might not even have anything to do with MVP. Yeah, I'm just trying to mix things up a little bit, mm-hmm. you know? Like, get somebody else in there with him. Like, you know, like I said, like maybe Humberto Carrillo, you know, was really not doing anything except getting beat up in Rey Mysterio's stead. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got to do something. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, it's, they they can do it. They, there's potential there. Hmm. You know, you could even have it where Bianca Belair joins him because she's not getting any matches. You know what's going on, mm-hmm. and have somebody like him advocating for her. And it, you know, profits well, don't have to join, but she can. Maybe maybe Chelsea Green. Maybe that's how they'll debut her. Maybe because like. She, you know, uh, you saw the clip where she fired Robert Stone. Matt Stone. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah, Robert Stone. Matt Stone, I think, is the South Park guy. Matt Stone is the South Park guy. Yeah. Um, she fired the South Park guy. <laughs> what? I'm not even on the show. <laughs> Damn, she's got power. Yup, that's a clout. Yeah. Um. So that's a maybe. Yeah. Lots up in the air right now. Yeah. Everything really. Um. So I don't know. I think uh, I think we covered like pretty much most things. Yeah, I just That's... I kind of just looked through the whole thing and nothing else to talk about really. I think that's pretty impressive uh, for two guys sweating their asses off, kind of. I got my fan. I got my AC. I got in my the living fan. room, and I got the fan here in the bedroom blowing the AC onto me. Oh. Uh. Well, I'm putting the AC in tomorrow, but right now I just have a fan, and I feel my back, like... Because I put a chair... I put a shirt on my chair, mm-hmm. and I feel the chair getting kind of damp, and that's not good. Wow. Um, but, uh... No, you gotta do... You, do gotta, you gotta get, like, a cooler, you gotta fill it with ice, and you gotta get... put Stick the fan, like, right in front of it, or behind it, either way, and have it blow that air on you. Oh, old school. Mm. I never did that, but... It seems like it would work. So, um, we're about to sign off. Um, I, I, I don't have much to say. 
in regards to because like I said maybe we could kind of discuss where we stand a little bit mm -hmm. because to like act like something doesn't exist is not really the best way right um and I guess I want to say that I grew up in a neighborhood um, I grew up in Cody Island. I live in a building, and there's a building across from my building. These are projects. I live in the projects, and it's like you get a mix of all sorts of cultures. So when I grew up, I grew up around black people, Puerto Rican people, white people in my family, you know, black, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's like I see shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And the point I want to make is that you can't... America's big. Mm -hmm. and it's, it's diverse. And like certain mindsets, mind, mindsets I believe are antiquated. Mm -hmm. And like to, to sit there and say that Racism doesn't exist <laughs> is, is it's it's silly to say. Mm -hmm. It's like then maybe you didn't experience, it, and that's okay because maybe you're fortunate mm -hmm. that you didn't. And it's like, and I always I used to think like, you know, as a kid in school, like I had like black teachers from grade one until like four. Like I didn't see my like a uh, 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 like a uh, Chinese person in real life until like sixth grade, and um, like, I think my first white teacher was this Jewish lady in like fifth grade, you know. Mm -hmm. And like you know, I don't count my like the, the teacher ESL was Spanish, like, mm -hmm. like, but it's always been like where where do you sit? You know, it's like. You see what your family is, but it's like people always. It's just a thing that people just judge. At least back then, I mean, people still kind of do it on like what you look like. You know, like you can't you don't have like the genetics on a badge. And I think it's important that it's got to be about what a person is, like inside. Like it doesn't. It shouldn't. It shouldn't matter. Right. But it's like, it's just something that's just, it happens. That people get treated with Because of something that they can't control. Mm -hmm. uh, I just, I, I'm never that kind of person where I won't, like, associate with somebody or treat them bad just because they didn't look like me. Right. Because it's like, I have, like, my, my childhood was that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, were, we were all play together or whatever. Mm -hmm. You know? And maybe I didn't get allowed to play uh, the basketball team because I sucked. You know, that's it. You know? It's nothing else. Like, sometimes you just suck. Mm -hmm. And you're not as good. But, and I've had a lot of great friends, you know, of all kinds of races and stuff like that. It's like, you know, I've also had people who, you know, treated me bad. And that happens too. Mm hmm. I feel like I'm just talking. <laughs> what do you, what do you think? 
church. <laughs> well, first of all, um, elect the president. No, to 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 direct to to first direct my thoughts specifically at the cop that murdered the one of the three cops that murdered George Floyd. I mean, it was really mainly the one, but there was a separate ca- camera angle that showed the two other cops had their knee in his back also at the fucking same time. Um, Terrible. I would hope... First of all, I he, he better get this fucking second-degree murder convicted. He better go to jail. And I hope someone sticks their knee in his neck for nine minutes. I don't care what the person looks like. I don't give a shit. Just let him see. Maybe he actually can't fucking breathe. So that's number one. Number two. Justice. Yes. Number two is, um, I had some of my perspective changed. Um, like I I was one of the not so educated people that when people would say, Black Lives Matter, I'd say, yeah, all lives matter. I um, wasn't aware of all the shit going on in the world. And you'll, Jerry, you know that, like, I kind of tune out to news. I don't watch news ever. I only hear about the big shit that's going on. Right. So, obviously, uh, George Floyd, his murder is all over the news. Um... But the perspective that I had changed was uh, the all the all lives matter thing. Uh, someone on Twitter said, um, "Of course, all lives matter." It's like it's like saying all houses matter, but the firemen only point the hose at the house that's on fire. So that analogy made me sit back and think, "All right, so yeah, all lives matter, but right now it's." black people that are getting murdered indiscriminately, or I should say discriminately for bullshit. For, like, they're getting constantly discriminated against by cops. Um, There are countless cases like, there's a large cluster of them recently. Obviously, over the past, like, over our lifetime, we've we've seen a lot. Um, I have vague memory of the um, what was originally called the Central Park Five, later on the Exonerated Five. Mia, uh-huh. Mia Yim was wearing their shirt recently, she posted on Twitter. Um, and I remember Abner Louima, Trayvon Martin was relatively recent. So these are the big stories, but, but not all not all of it is getting so much publicity. There's other shit going on too. So, yes. Yeah, there's a woman. Uh, I feel terrible because I'm not. I'm not good <coughs> with like. Because the news is just. But she was a EMT, mm-hmm. and she was killed. I think her birthday was yesterday, like by the police. Wow. You know, like they, like broke into her house because they thought something was going on there, and they killed her in there. Um, and also, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't black, but this also speaks to, like, police just 
most times just not Duncan Lemp. He was a white guy. They, the guy I told you, they like in the middle of the night, no knock warrant, mm-hmm. and he was killed next to his pregnant wife. And she was hurt also. Yeah, she was hurt, and it's like, you know, this is this happens. There was also a gentleman, you know, he was like crawling on his belly. It was a long, I don't, like, maybe it was like a few months ago. I'm not good with apes, but like, he had to crawl on his belly because they thought he had like a gun or something. And they're like, he was just trying to pull his pants up and they just lit him up. You know what I mean? And I think that it's, if, this was taken care of. Like, if it, if this was... Because this isn't new. Like, this isn't because of who's in office. Because there's numerous instances of this when Obama was in office for eight years. Mm-hmm. And if, if, if change happened, then this wouldn't have happened. There w- this wouldn't be allowed to happen. This cop... This, I'm sorry. This thug with a badge... Mm-hmm. He had numerous complaints, and numerous civilian complaints, and he was still doing the job. Mm-hmm. No, it didn't have to happen. Yeah, so that's the thing. And like, I didn't even know about the complaints against him, but I, I, I've been thinking about it, and I'm, I'm saying to myself, like, this doesn't just happen. There had to have been other instances that this one cop has done and been a part of said okay well I got away with that I can push the envelope a little further and maybe he's not even consciously thinking that but like you know over the course of you know over the course of the job and I'll let's be honest it can't be easy being a cop it's not like because at the end of the day they're people right and and people could be good and bad yeah and they're tra- they have to protect. They have to protect and serve those around them, and that includes themselves. So they're putting. They are putting themselves in harm's way, and you know they kind of have to go into situations assuming they can. They can open that door and get killed. So they have to think, how am I protecting myself? Um. Listen. But. Uh, but. Yeah, as I, I as I know you're cutting me off here, but I'm gonna cut you off again. But. I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, there's a line. Like the guy's handcuffed, he's on the floor. All right, he doesn't need one knee in his neck, let alone two others on his back. Hmm. Now, purpose says he can't breathe. All right, maybe maybe he's bullshitting you. You check his handcuffs. You tell him I'm getting up, but I'm keeping you covered. You better not fucking move. And you get the fuck off his neck. Yep. Like I, that he was, he couldn't do anything. Right. He was already restrained. Yeah. Like the one cop on his neck was one thing, but the the other angle that showed two two other cops with their fucking knees in his back at the same time. Like, is this? Is this like four Davids and one Goliath here? Or is it one David on the ground and three big blue Goliaths on his back? It was a an American citizen 
already handcuffed and detained. They, he was no threat. They they can't say they feared for their lives. And this was over a fucking counterfeit. A, a theoretically counterfeit twenty. Theoretical. Theoretical. Yeah. And then you have. Um, I wanted to give more information on the the woman that I mentioned. Her name was Brianna Taylor. Mm -hmm. Okay, and what what happened was um, she was with her boyfriend. So Taylor and Walker were asleep when their apartment on March thirteenth, when it was raided by three plain clothes. Take this: plain clothes Louisville police officers who were executing another one. No knock warrant. Mm -hmm. Related to drugs, police said. Mm -hmm. Walker called 911 to report a break-in as shots rang out and bullets were exchanged between the officers and Walker, She's a, who is a licensed gun owner. Mm -hmm. so, so they were breaking into her house. And they're, they're in plain clothes, so she, she doesn't know if they're cops. And who knows if they identified right. themselves. She was shot at least eight times. According to the wrongful death lawsuit. Mm. So, and here's the thing. Uh, uh, You're going to light someone up a, a warrant because of drugs? Are those cops not being charged with murder? It's The, the case has been reopened, so nothing's happened yet. For right now, they got <coughs> a, just a wrongful death suit. So, they, I don't think anything happened to them. Mm. So now, so it, it it's easy to blame who's in office, and but you, you have to you, you got to kind of follow the chain. Like maybe he maybe the president isn't directly responsible. That's pretty. But it's local government, right? You know, and it's it's like the complaints about I don't know the I don't know I don't remember the name of the cop that killed George Floyd. Do you? he's a number now? All right, fuck that guy. Um. Like you mentioned, there were other complaints against him. They're like, "All right, well, he, you know, he's made some good cases, but well, let let let's ignore let's ignore this bad stuff. It's the people, it's his superiors that ignore the bad stuff too often that leads to this. That's that's one contributing factor. One contributing factor is shit gets swept under the rug. Like that's why you have to take each violation of any." of any regulation whether whether it's detaining someone too long or whatever the case is anything like whatever the complaints were about I don't even know like like I said I only heard of them when you mentioned them you gotta take them all seriously because it shows a pattern of not giving a fuck about the law that he's supposedly trying to enforce right mm -hmm. and whatever the complaints are about like were were some of them? I'm sure some of them were about um, the way uh, prisoners or alleged or whatever the cases are tr are treated. You know, like ultimately, black, white, green, whatever the case, we're all humans. Do you want to be fucking treated like that for for anything? Let alone a fucking count of a twenty. Yeah. I was thinking about what happened. Remember when we were coming home um, from that bar <coughs> and we were on the train and this was when they were like giving tickets Having to people for like, you know, mm -hmm. taking up extra space. Yeah. And like there was mm -hmm. barely anybody on the train and they pulled us mm -hmm. off the train to give me a ticket. And it's like, and I was like, you know, what if 
what if I look like more on yeah. my father's side? You know, like what could have happened then? And phones weren't what the way they were then. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been, it could have went terribly wrong uh, for me. Or the time I got a ticket for smoking on a trade platform because I didn't see a sign that said no smoking. Listen, I was a young idiot. But it's like, you know, what? It could have went completely different just on <coughs> my yeah. appearance. A lot of um, a lot of people, both in the wrestling community and out, are coming out with, you know, stories. Like, Xavier Woods told a, a really poignant story about how, growing up, he was taught that um, he has to be... You know, you have to be the best, otherwise, you're not going to be taken seriously. And how you have to, be, you have to be, um, you got to be respectful and this and that. And it's like it could come down to your life being on the line. And it's just there, you know, there are these situations that no one should just be put in. Right. Right. Like. Like I, exactly, would like would George Floyd still be alive if he were white? I don't know. Would George Floyd still be alive if the cop were black? Mm-hmm. I, don't I don't know. know. Would you know? Would the guy? Would the cop? I don't. So know his name. Would the cop? Yeah. Would cop numbers? Would George Floyd be alive if it was a different arresting officer? A hundred percent. Hundred percent. So the. But it's like yeah. so. It's so that comes down if. to his superiors sweeping shit under the rug, and this guy, you know, just pushing the envelope, towing the line, you know. Hmm. I I just and like the these guys like no like I don't understand what could go through your mind, and you're just seeing this happen. Why you know why would you let this happen? You disgrace to the badge, and apparently, like you said, from that other angle, assisting in this, which is like, what are we? T- does this man have superpowers? And like, these cuffs won't yeah. be enough. Like, did you like, did you see that picture? Or no. Hmm. No, I don't want. To. <coughs> no, I don't want to. I trust you. Because it just makes me mad. Because I can't stop seeing the one image, and it's like it's it's kind of sickening, and it's. I just, I you know, look at that. I can't even see. I can't even. The world has talk right now. The world has embedded in just about everyone's memory George Floyd's last image, the, like the, an image yeah. burned into their brain of his last breath, and it should fucking not be. I think that might be the difference. I think that's might, but what what it might be, like why this. Like, you know, part of the reason this, because it's like, it's so mm-hmm. captured, like, filmed to the T in comparison to all these other incidences. You know what I mean? Because it, it's horrific. And the thing is, 99.9% know that what happened was mm-hmm. wrong. There's no deny that. Nobody right. is denying that. No one. And to think otherwise is like you don't really think much of your neighbors. And I wish that people would just push on 
just try to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Do what's right. And stop. And I, 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 I just stop virtue signaling. These like white saviors. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes, like I feel it. Like I, like I, like I'll see a friend, and I'm, I won't even say, and they'll let's just like post a thing, and it's like, I fucking know you. I know what kind of person you are. And you're doing this to cover your ass. You don't mm-hmm. believe what you're saying. You just want people to think you're a good person. Yeah, there's there's video of some of some like, people posing as if they're like, you know, going to the rally or fucking. Um, there was there was one. It's like, oh, could you get a picture of me? And it looks like she's like, you know, dr- she got a drill in the hand, like she's boarding up a store. All right, thank you. And then go, goes to a fucking car. Yeah, I saw that. It, 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 this isn't a fucking photo op. A man died. For no fucking reason. Yeah. Murdered. By right. the people who are supposed to protect get him. Get fucking angry. Or get the fuck off social media. Don't don't use this to fucking promote yeah. yourself. No, just stop. And if you really care <coughs> about racial injustice, okay. But stop trying to, to blow whistles and like try to cost people their jobs because they said a thing. Maybe first you talk to them about it. Like, hey man, listen this. I don't, I don't, this isn't, you know, you gotta think this isn't right. You know, like, what's your thought process in this? It's like, you're not just affecting, like, you're not helping that person change or learn. You're also gonna take food off, the, you're gonna take money out of their pocket mm-hmm. and from their family who's not like that person. Maybe they just made a stupid joke. You know, they're not a hateful person. They're not out there trying to kill people. I just... Just be better. Like, just love, you know? And, you know, just... You can't beat violence with more violence. Right, it, all, all it does is make everyone angrier. And it causes and resentment. It, it hurts whatever local businesses are getting fucking... Looted or whatever. Yeah, you know, it's also like, you know, you 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 also shouldn't become what the people who are. I don't know how to say it, but don't don't become what people say you are. You know what these idiots, and that goes, and that I'm talking about like politicians. I'm talking about, you know, police. Don't be what they want you to be, what your your critics say you are. You're just giving them ammunition. Try to be a human being. It's not about you. It's not about you. You should have been doing this for a long time. Why did Why did this have to happen? This didn't have to happen. You know, I mean, I can't, and it's like, Biden, the guy who's partly responsible for the crime bill that made, that militarized the police, you know, against these communities, and now it's like, he's like, oh, this, you know, he's just trying to capitalize off of it? Come on, man. Part of this is your fucking fault. As long as money is running the government, 
And it is. It, it runs all the elections because you got Democrat, Republican, and who the fuck else? None, because those are the only ones that can afford the TV time. And that's all it is. It's a, it's a commercial. It's, it's, it's a business. Until government's not a business anymore, we're going to have this problem. However, um, like I posted about it. Like, just to uh, bring it back to what I was saying before about, you know, that cop's supervisor sweeping shit under the rug. Why is that, per- why is that supervisor sweeping shit under the rug? Because his supervisor is letting him. Like, there's no... Like, if... Yep. Like, if someone made a complaint about me, my boss will, at work, my boss would know and his boss would know. Guaranteed. So, if that cop's boss's boss knew about it, he's also sweeping under the rug. So... It goes up. It keeps going up the chain. So you have to vote. Yeah, you, you got to find where the problems are. You got to find the authority figures that are allowing this to happen. That are being passive about it and get rid of them. All levels of government: city, state, federal. You know, like state, senate. Uh, city congress uh, congressmen and freaking city controllers all these elected officials they they work for us you can't only blame Trump you can't because number one it's a local thing like I don't think the president controls like the police it's a uh, Mm -hmm. it goes by state it's governors and I think in New York City the mayor Mm -hmm. Uh, we, also have a, we also have a police chief who and is, he, I believe, not elected. He's appointed by the mayor. So if you don't like your police chief, you got to vote out the mayor. Right. That, which he's he's gone. He's not going to survive another term. He's I never. Out. I I can't he trust can't. the guy that fucking he's doesn't you know changes his name for politics. And he also, <coughs> you know, literally failed his city. Like he's just yeah. a bitch. I if never I could respected. Just be frank. The governor more than the mayor of New York until now with de Blasio and Cuomo. I, th- I feel Cuomo is doing a very yeah. good job. Even if it's just communicating and saying a lot of, well, I don't know yet. I, f- I, still f- I feel like he's doing a well, lot more. Yeah. He has his finger more on the pulse. He is being more attentive in all these situations than de Blasio. Sorry, Wilhelm. Yeah, but... The thing, like, yeah, I get it. He's better than him, but he still handled this whole thing worse than anybody else. Mm. Cuomo. So, like, you like the, the the he sent like people like back to nursing homes. A lot of people died in those nursing homes. They like, this you gotta. I don't. I can't talk about it right now because it's too much information. But um, yeah, he dropped the ball there, and more people died. So it's like. I, I don't. He's a, he, every time he talks, I just hear a dumb meatball. You know, I'm I'm Italian. And I can say it's racist. It's like, yeah. So, uh, um, but I, I I digress. And it's like we gotta just we gotta check these people. Killer Mike said it. We gotta mm-hmm. bully them at the polls. You know, and that's it. The pow. We gotta take the power and like yep. be more informed. Know what your local yeah. elections are. And hold them uh, accountable. No amount of tweeting how how wrong you think something is, 
or calling people. Right. That's not going to change it. It's, you know, getting these jack, these jack wagons out of here. Go vote. That's it. Go, you know, vote. Get that shit done. Um, wait, and, you know, call it out when you see it. You know, have that camera ready if you think an injustice is going to occur. <laughs> you know, honestly, I think everybody, you know, should, don't they all wear body cams? Yeah. You know? Um, I think civilian oversight might be a good idea. Like yep. a civilian oversight committee. You know? Um, I don't have all the answers. <laughs> We're idiots that watch wrestling, but I guess... We're just going to say it because it's the truth. Yeah. You know what? Black, black lives, lives matter, matter, man. It's true that all lives matter. So but right now, black lives matter because they're the ones being attacked. We got to stop that shit. And let's all just be the best version of ourselves because this experiment doesn't work mm-hmm. without each other. And... Try and, and you know, just remember judging somebody because from the color of their skin is wrong. That no matter what it is, no matter what you are, no matter who you are, yep. stop it. And no one needs to apologize for what mm-hmm. they can't control. You don't control the pigmentation right. of your skin. You just don't. So you, white folks. Kneeling down and apologizing for your whiteness, mm-hmm. it's got to stop. You're being that was, crazy. That was silly. Um, <laughs> that was. It was ridiculous. I, I'm like, you look like assholes. <coughs> um, maybe your hearts were in the right place, but not really. Because I just don't. I, it's, I don't that's know. just more people As acting. As a more whiter person than me, what do you think? Yeah. yeah. Maybe emphasis on acting. Yeah. Like, like reversing mm-hmm. racism doesn't work either. Yeah. It's still there. <sighs> you know what, Rich? I think we said what we said. We have fisted our way through uh, the current events. Uh, let our uh, book of us know where we stand. And we fucking stand together. Mm-hmm. With everybody. Every good person who just wants to live their life. Tell them where they can find us. <laughs> Um, where can you find us? Well, if you want to email us, you can do so by emailing basinbookers at gmail.com. If you want to find us on social media, basinbookers on Twitter, basinjr on Twitter, Rich There Is on Twitter. Uh, we have Instagram, basinbookerspod. Yeah, which you've yet to post. I got three videos up, and you still aren't there. Do something. All right. <laughs> I know. You, I know. specifically, not I know. them. No, I know. It's your job. I, I, I don't even post on my Instagram. <laughs> it doesn't matter. We got, If we have a thing, we got to put I things know. on the uh, thing. Facebook, Facebook, Basin Bookers. I think I said that, but if I didn't, there you go. Uh, and you can find this podcast on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music. Is there another one? I don't think there is. iTunes. All the things. iTunes? Did I say iTunes? iTunes. We're on that too. And. Yeah. I think that maybe. was the first thing. <laughs> yes. And Jer's got a closing message. 
Uh, matchup, the <laughs> matchup life is scheduled for one fall, so make it count. Follow the fuckers! <laughs>